What the fuck is up, brother? What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, it is your favorite Delco Dirty Dog. <laughs> Jim from GreatCigarReviews.com, host of the Great Cigars Podcast. And today I have with me special guest, co-host extraordinaire, Matt Melito. Yes, sir. How we doing, dude? Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Dude, I am so fucking happy to have you back me on too, the show. Man. I missed you, bro. Missed dude, you, man. This is fucking great. Damn right, dude. Can't wait. We're in a good spot, too. This is like... Yeah, we're yeah. in a... We are not in the usual Great Cigar Studio, which is my dining room. <laughs> um, and we're not at the Wooden Indian. We are at Matt's house. Mm-hmm. Shout out Joe. Shout out Joe for this spot. He's, he's really... He let us use it, and it's. I'm really happy we're here today, so I'm excited, dude. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. It's a good spot. It's going to be awesome. It's a good spot. So, today, <laughs> we are talking about a bunch of shit. Uh, we are talking about some possible new releases yep. from Vicente. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. we're talking about bourbon. We're talking about cigars. We're talking about music. Uh, we are talking about Vicente Palladium V being the winner Yes, sir. Of the 2023 Smoker's Choice. And we're going to talk about the uh, future of Vicente Blends. Yes, yes, yes. And I will guarantee you that this episode is going to be an absolute fucking shit show. Because yep. we're going to go off the rails like nine times. Every single time, just like last time. So Not More controlled, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't listen, know, honestly, either. Listen, yeah. I told you before we started recording, I already had a little bit of bourbon. Mm-hmm. I have two. I have a coffee and two Zins. That's it. Yeah, I've had nothing Richie. to eat all day. Yep. So we're going to... We're going to figure things out, and it's it's going to be a thing. Well, cheers to that, sir. Cheers to that. Skull. Eh. <laughs> Let's do it. It's good. I like it. It's good. I like it a lot. I fucking love it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is the start of the Great Cigars podcast. Which means we're going to have a fucking party. Fuck yeah. And every time the start of the Great Cigars podcast is it's time to burn and lubricate. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're smoking and drinking today. So you can do the drinking because that is not my stage. Drinking is my, my stage. My I have field. a lot of Irish blood in me. So drinking is my thing. So first off. Oh, fuck. There we go. Uh, first off, what we're smoking. Actually, there's not a name for what I'm smoking yet. Uh, it is an unreleased Vicente. So, um, these three blinds I'm really excited about, but we'll just talk about the two that we're smoking right now. Um, I have a really, really nice 6-inch by 48 ring gauge Connecticut wrapped, San Andreas binded, and Dominican filled cigar. And Jim has a double wrapped San Andreas six inch by 48 ring gauge Dominican filler cigar. We are going to call them the Vicente Sleeks. And oh, you're talking about the cigars. Oh, yeah. Oh, what were you talking about? Uh, well, I was gonna say I'm I'm rocking. An, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm rocking an eight inch bacon. Torpedo. Oh my god, that's the unreleased. That's the unreleased. Okay, no, it's been okay. released a couple times. <laughs> you just gotta be privileged to smoke it. 
No uh, cut, no cutter needed, ladies. Nope, no sir. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're doing, and I'm really excited because um, I've been actually uh, dying for Jim to smoke this because um, I know um, I told him I would get this for him last time, but I wasn't able to. So this time around, I'm I'm really hype about smoking these and getting uh, your first impressions. So, you guys know I will absolutely cut a bitch for a Habano, but. Mm-hmm. The things I will do for a San Andreas. Mm-hmm. You think I'll I'll fight somebody for a Klondike bar? Mm-hmm. I will conquer countries for a San Andreas. Mm-hmm. I fucking love a good San Andreas rap cigar. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I think um, obviously everyone's palate's unique, but I think San Andreas is awesome. Yeah, I, I love it as a. I even love it as a, as a rapper as well. Rapper binder, like it's. I've never really filler. I think um, Cohiba, Connecticut is a filler of San Andreas, yeah. I think. Yeah. And that's pretty decent, but I actually yeah. haven't really... Well, the the Cohiba, Connecticut... I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with Cohiba. I, I mean, um, yeah, I get it. My my big thing is, first off, they're, they're what I call a legacy brand. Mm-hmm. So they're like on par with Padron and Fuente and all those guys, which I love Padron. I love Fuente. I like Cohiba. You know, if somebody offers me a Cohiba, fuck yeah. If mm-hmm. it's free, it's for me. Mm-hmm. But am I going to go out and purposely buy a Cohiba? Probably not. The only Cohiba I will go out and purposefully buy is the Cohiba Connecticut Tubo. Oh, and that, uh, that like, uh, yeah. really, really nice. So, me, that white and gold or something. Again, I need to blame John Hubbs. Yeah, he, he loves them. Because yeah. he turned me on to them. Mm. And I still haven't forgiven him for turning me on to the fucking Placencia Almaforte. Mm. Because it's a $20 cigar, or $22 cigar for the Hexagono. Mm. And that motherfucker turned me on to those. And I was smoking nothing but them. Mm. I was broke. The um, the green, was that the Eduardo? Yeah, <clears throat> that's my like I yeah. do. I know the Almaforte is fantastic, but that well, that's that, the Almaforte natural. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what I'm referring to. That's that green good. band, that box press Toro. That's, a that's fantastic. Good. I haven't had the new Robusto, but that Toro man. That's good. That's a fantastic. So I honestly, I was saying at the Rizzo, I was saying um, that should have easily, easily, easily been a top 20, 25 cigar of the year. I'm not saying number one, but it's, in my oh, opinion, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. it's consistency. I've never. Had issues with that cigar yeah. ever. I mean, a lot of the stuff they make is super consistent anyway. So, so before we get a, a little further into this debauchery, let's talk about the libation. Yeah, what do we got? I'm actually pretty interested in what what we got going on. Let's here. talk about the lubricant. What do we got? We have bourbon because that's what is we that do. What we do. We smoke cigars. And we drink bourbon. And you don't, you're not a Scotch guy because right behind me, you know, there's all kinds of I Scotch. Like, there's. I'm actually a very big Scotch guy. Are you? Yeah. I am. Dan's but Johnny Walker. Like, that's what Dan likes, right? I love Johnny Walker. That's what, right? See, yeah, I. Yeah, he has that tattoo. If I'm drinking Johnny Walker, I'm drinking Johnny Walker double black because it's twice as smoky. And I like the Johnny Black. It's a good, mm. like, pass. Like, open bar at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Johnny Black. Yeah, that I can. That makes a lot of sense. But now that I'm if I'm getting, like buying Johnny Walker oh, really. with my own money, I'm getting double black. Um, what about Woodford Reserve? I heard a lot of people like. That. Yo, I will yeah. fuck up some Woodford. Right, right there in that in that G. 
Oh, like we fuck. might have to like have a little bit because I know um you know Joe um Joe actually has bourbon here, but he doesn't like I from all the times that I've sat smoked cigars with him and been in this room because this room is just like so many stories experiences yeah. so many people come here so like it's it's awesome and the one thing like I've always said like what what's your favorite like bourbon he goes I don't even like it and he, and he has so much of it because all of his friends come over yeah. and drink it. And he's all open, McAllen, all that stuff. And See, I'm I'm a fucking fish. I'll drink anything. I know, no, I yeah. Uh, I just, but the only thing I will <clears throat> not drink because I have a bad history with it is Jägermeister. I actually heard, I read some. I don't know how true this is because the world we freaking live in. But I heard Jägermeister. There's they might get discontinued. I saw something on that. I don't know, you know if what? I'm the only it, one that saw that. Like. At least for me, it wouldn't be a loss because the last time I drank Jägermeister, I had a very bad time. What are you drinking with? Just straight up Jägermeister? Uh, yeah. Is there like something you mix? Yeah, like I drank it in college because what's I the, was. What's the mix to that? Just straight up Jaeger bomb? Fucking like, what's straight a, up Jaeger. What's a Jaeger bomb? Like what the what's the ingredients I don't know. to that? Fucking Jaeger and, and bullshit. I'm a cop. I'm yeah, not a bullshit. bartender. I mean, hey, I mean, you know, I'm a cop. I'm not a bartender. I don't know. Uh, Jaeger, you can mix with pretty much anything. If you mix it with root beer, it's pretty good. Root beer and Jaeger. But okay. I know a lot of people mix yeah. it with Coke. Um, Coke, Coca-Cola, not cocaine. Although I know some people yeah. who mix it with cocaine, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not a big Jaeger guy. I'm a huge whiskey guy. Mm-hmm. Bourbon, sour mash, scotch. I don't like Canadian whiskey because... I'm sorry, I don't. I don't like Canada. If you can, uh, no, I mean, that's tough. I, 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 listen. I have a lot of supporters in Canada. I love my supporters in Canada. Just Canada. I think I think the people in Canada that support you know that as well. Yeah, like I think they even know what that, can, what the situation. Canada's is. holding them hostage. Yeah, I think everybody knows that, yeah. and I think if you don't, that's okay. But I think everybody that lives there knows what's going yeah. on there too. So. But all, all the all the brown liquors like. Bourbon, Scotch, Irish whiskey, love it. If you could, if you could grab one all the time, what's the number one? Like, if I know that's hard, but like, my, there's definitely one that comes to your head right now. My day to day, I'm going with a bourbon. Yeah, but like, which, like, what, like, who is it? Oh, like, fuck. Is it Jack Daniels, Jim Bean. I don't know. Who well, Jack is Daniels it? isn't a bourbon. That's well, a sour. Yeah. Mash. Well, but um, then what's like uh yeah, then Bur- I guess bourbon has to be fifty one percent corn. Then what's what's rye a mis, a mix of whiskey? What rye, the rye rye is made from rye. Yeah, but you'll see a bottle, say a blend from. Well, yeah, it, it's a bourbon, so it's fifty-one percent corn, and it's got rye in it. So when it's distilled, oh, okay. it's distilled with know. corn and yeah. rye. So you can make liquor out of damn near anything that grows out of the ground. You know where vodka comes from? Uh, no. Potatoes. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. You I know where I've Kahlua comes from? Um, no. Coffee beans. Well, that makes sense. You know where run, rum comes from? I feel like I should know this shit. No. Sugar cane. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I should know and this And bourbon comes from corn. That's why it's sweet. So you get a natural sweetness from bourbon. And that's from the corn. The human body, I, I got some anatomy. For oh you. God, here we go. The human body cannot digest corn. 
No, I know. Yeah, that's that's yeah. But I know that we cannot digest corn in its natural state. But if we distill it, oh my god, the human body can digest. It. <laughs> I like that, ladies and gentlemen. Be healthy. Drink bourbon. Um, so what we're drinking today is a new one that neither of us have tried. It's called Bowman Brothers Pioneer Spirit. Pretty good. Virginia Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Small batch. Let me get some more of that when you're done. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it comes in 90 proof. It is delicious. It is wonderful. It is alcohol. So you will get mm-hmm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Do not be an asshole. Don't drink and drive. Call an Uber, a Lyft, or if he's nice enough, a lounge member will drive you home. Or horse carriage. I want to meet you. I do not want to meet you that way. Don't be a dick. Here you Thank go, buddy. You, sir. So, I'm going to light up this puppy. Test the cold draw first. Notice how I said uh, my horse carriage. We're uh, starting to bring those back. Uh, my buddy actually got a DUI on a horse carriage. That's fucking crazy. Do you... Um, Dude, Do I was on the, that? Like, I was on the phone with him. It was funny as shit. Do you agree with that arrest? 100%. <laughs> How come? The horses are like, you know, like... Still got horsepower behind it. No pun intended, huh? That's where the word horsepower comes from. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was like literally a horse. I don't know. Where was he? Oxford. Chester County. And he's on a horse? No, he wasn't on a horse. The guy you arrested was on. Ah, uh, the guy. Well, I, I know that. He was in I'm a patrol car. The guy on the you horse. fucking I'm donut. I'm about the guy on the horse. Well, yeah, he was in a horse and carriage. And he was just—he was just annihilated on this, on this thing. Fucking blitzed. Wow, that was probably a fucking scene, honestly. Dude, yeah. I wish I was there. Yeah, that was probably. Yeah. I wish I was there. It's, I'm not saying I mean, it's not funny, but like that come is on. like it's no, like, that's, that's fucking, fucking funny. Yeah, okay, then it's because I think that it's is fucking funny. I don't that is one like. thing I wish we had in Delco because I want to get a DUI on a horse and buggy so fucking bad, <laughs> like unhealthily bad. I think it'd be funnier if I got a DUI on a horse and buggy in Delco because there's no way you can get a horse and buggy in Delco naturally. No, absolutely not. So I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Like some random dude, bro, steals a horse and buggy from Lancaster, drives it all the way down to fucking Darby. But before he gets to Darby, he meets me. I don't even think he'd make it to Darby going that far, dude. He's probably, I bet you a wheel would fucking come off. And like, I don't know. What oh, no, they're, they're rated for like a couple hundred thousand miles. Dude, the thing about buggies is if a wheel falls off, you just put it right back on. They ain't like tires. You can't pop that shit. It's made out of wood. No, you, I mean, no, it's, it's true. All you got to do is stroke it. Make Wait. sure it's hard. Yeah. Right, I'm lighting this poppy up. All right. I've been waiting for this. Light your boy up. I'm going to shoot the shit for a minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the future of Vicente Blends. We're talking about their winning Smoker's Choice Cigar of the Year. We're getting an update from Matt on what he's doing with his life, (laughs) because I feel like I haven't seen him in a decade. Yes, sir. And... We're just talking about the cigar community in general. So, let's start off with Smoker's Choice. So, that was 
a new initiative made by Great Cigars this year because I got to thinking Great Cigars is supposed to be a very community-based, community-oriented platform for cigar smokers. Why haven't I done a Smoker's Choice Cigar of the Year in the past? Oh, what a good idea, by the way. Well, thank you. Uh, The reason is because your boy's a dipshit and didn't figure it out sooner. But it happened. And the first choice for the people was Vicente Palladium V. Uh, What the hell, uh, man? uh, Fumble! Yeah, but look at that freaking construction, man. It's the best, man. Vince guarantees that. My guy, you fumbled that like Dak Prescott. I know. I know, that was crazy. But continue, please. Um, So, Smoker's Choice is a new way for the people to get involved. So, Great Cigars and a lot of other outlets, uh, the Cigar Authority, Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Snob, they have a Cigar of the Year, which is a cigar that they pick. Now, for Great Cigars, it's just me. So I do the rating, I do the reviews, I do everything. Which, you know, I'm going to give you a review. I've just been... But... I'm going to help you with that one day. But, what you people may not know is that if you are a member of the Great Cigars Club and you have a patch from Great Cigars Club, you can actually become a reviewer for great cigars so what you do you take whatever cigar it is that you want to review preferably a boutique brand and you write a review on it send it to me at jim at greatcigarreviews.com it has to fit four categories and that is appearance construction flavor profile and value So appearance is, does it catch the eye? Does it match what the flavor profile is going to be? Construction is, what is it made from? What tobaccos are used in it? Uh, How does it smoke? How's the draw? How's the ash? How's the burn? And value, which is, is it worth the price? Do you think it should be priced less? Do you think it should be priced more? You know, what do you want to do? If you are a member of the Great Cigars Club write a review I will edit it and post it on greatcigarreviews.com and if it's a high enough rating it actually gets put into the running for Cigar of the Year so two two years ago there was a member who wrote in a review of the CAO Mortal Coil and that got Cigar of the Year. So if you review the cigar, it has a chance to get Cigar of the Year. Email your review to jim at greatcigarreviews.com. I will edit it, post it on greatcigarreviews.com, highlight it on the podcast, and that's, that way the community is involved <clears throat> even more. That cigar kicked my ass, the Mortal Coil. 
Oh my like, god. <laughs> like, I love it, but that cigar kicks my ass every time I smoke it, man. Every single time I smoke it. It's it's a great cigar, don't get me wrong. It's just, you know, I can only do that that fullness ever so often, man. Like, every probably like once a week, if, if anything. But... Yeah, man, I just lit up this uh, this Connecticut. It's just, it's great right off the bat. I just, uh, draws awesome, flavor's great, especially with the bourbon. It's really pairing well with the Connecticut, I'm sure, um, with a little bit of a darker wrapper. Oh! Yeah. This is Jim's first reaction to this cigar. I, I really think he's going to enjoy it, especially with the, uh, the double wrap with that Dominican fill. And as it goes, it's just going to get better, in my opinion. You know, um, the flavor profile on this. It's... Hang on. Yeah, no, take your time. It's, 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 I, I, I probably only smoked that one time when, fin when Vince first brought them back, um, back in early September, and we gave them to the Wooden Indian, and right now I want to get back, give the Wooden Indian the ones that we have now so they can try them again. Um... Every, you know who really liked that? Dave. Dave was like, the double raft was awesome. It's very earthy. Mm -hmm. It's very earthy. So, if you can imagine, and this is just from my first couple puffs, obviously the flavor profile is going to change as mm -hmm. you go. Mm -hmm. But just from the first couple puffs, imagine if you put dirt, Baker's chocolate and Cuban coffee beans in a blender. Blended it and then dry scooped that shit. Like I'm thinking like when you say like my like to clarify, like when you say dirt, like that's like earthy, like right? Or is it literally dirt? Like what do you like cause that I like per like honestly, I just think earth like you know what I mean? Yeah, like so that, like, it's, it's... I get what you're saying, though. It's very earthy, but, like, if you take dirt mm -hmm. from, like, somewhere nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you take dirt from, like, the Appalachian Mountains and you put it in a blender with Baker's chocolate and fucking Cuban coffee beans and blended that shit up... That's what you got? And, and fucking dry scoop that shit. That's what you get. Mm -hmm. And, like first light yeah Dave loved it I mean I only had it one time so I'm excited to try it again I actually been um, smoking the Connecticut more just because um, you know like I just I can't I, I'm not saying it's like I the only thing that I did with this cigar was kind of just come up with the components to what I think what would taste well good. you are you're also a lighter body smoker anyway right? yeah I mean I mean I'm not definitely not definitely more medium for sure um, Connecticut's a hundred. I'm definitely smoking Connecticut's one, one, three, four times a week for sure to start my day, and then after that it's between like Habanos and then, you know, you got your Maduro wrappers. Like I had, I actually just had a um, Tatawahe, um, La Misión, and that's a uh, San Andreas wrapper. That's a banger. Yeah, San Andreas wrapper with Santa. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. They Santa Spiritus binder and filler is something that I think uh, that's grown exclusively by my father for Pete Johnson for oh, your father grows cigars? Mm -hmm. I wish that'd be pretty cool <laughs> we just said my father grows cigars my father's cigars oh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. see that makes sense mm -hmm. but yeah this is this is fantastic 
When are you? When is Vicente looking to release this? So I'm thinking it's going to be looking at like a spring release, um, and don't think like uh, you know like first first week of spring. Like I'm thinking, um, I would like to say um, you know mid April will come out. Um, Cause honestly, like the one thing, like they're they could go out right now. Like I'm, we're smoking them right now, and I honestly think they could be on the shelves right yeah. now. Like the flavor profile and the in the construction, um, and just overall the cigar itself, it's just fantastic. But um, with these cigars and every cigar and everything that we're gonna be doing now and down the road, it's just like, just with with every brand like that wants to just maintain consistency and good product and quality and you know customer service and then just yeah that it just falls in with everything so it's just maintaining all of it all the qualities of what we do and then you know just making sure like you you're smoking you're having you enjoy it you're having a good experience you know like yeah like that's what it's all about oh i'm a dad what yeah no yeah. No. My dad just texted me. I'm a dad. Get the hell out. Yeah. Why would he? Th- <laughs> what? I got a new scorpion. Oh my gosh. My my old boy died. He the one that you had for um. That's when you. T- I remember you told. I didn't believe that you even had a scorpion. Yeah. He uh, he he passed away like a month ago. Completely unexpected. Like before he passed, he was healthy as a horse. How does that even happen? I have no idea. How long did you have it for again? Two years. What's even like? Does that? Does anyone even know the life expectancy on a freaking scorpion? They can like, live up to twenty. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. He was my little stinger boy. Has he he ever, got out once? Has he ever gotten your ass? No. No. He, he got out once. He was MIA for like forty-eight hours, just running around my house. No, oh, he didn't go like anyone. Go to anyone? He didn't visit. Well, no. He's like he was like the size of my thumb. <laughs> oh, he's okay. I'm like um, thinking like a fucking, like the big ass ones. Yeah, his name was uh, Ivar. After no, I remember. Yeah, I remember you told me about yeah. him. I didn't. I really didn't believe you until you showed me him. Like you had to like show me yeah. pictures and videos and shit. His name was like, Ivar, after Ivar the Boneless, who was a Viking. And before it was diagnosable, essentially he had brittle bones disease. So his bones would the, break. The scorpion or Ivar? No, Ivar the Boneless. <laughs> So they called him Ivar the yeah. Boneless because he had brittle bone disease, so his bones would break easily. Yeah. So they called him Ivar the Boneless. Yeah. And I called my scorpion Ivar because he's an invertebrate. He doesn't have any fucking bones. That's a good name. But Yeah, that's a good name. That's I, cool. I didn't know that. I, what you just said, though, that Viking shit. I already got a new name for, for my new boy. What do you got? Come on. I'm a cigar head. Camacho. Wow. Nice. Nice. That's fucking cool. I like that. I like that. That's a solid name. So if I know if I know my dad, and I do, because he's basically me but bald. Um it's an Asian forest scorpion. They are relatively docile. Not really aggressive. And they have good personalities. Like Ivar. He likes being petted. Yeah, you told me that. Like, when you get him on the ba- his back. Yeah. And he would kind of just, like, just chill there. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so I had, for those of you who don't know, I my old Scorpion, um, I have a, a like a little paintbrush that I use to like dust him off if he gets dirt and shit yeah. on Because Scorpions don't like to be dirty. So I brush this dirt and shit off him. And I'm pulling the brush away, and he grabs it with one of his pincers and pulls mm-hmm. it back onto his back. He likes pets. That's fucking nuts, man. He's also a son of a bitch because he made a ladder out of all the <laughs> shit that's in his enclosure and got out. <laughs> How is that? It's good. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is a banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, you know, everything takes time, obviously. Like, if I wanted to, like, just like anything else, man. Like, I don't really want to throw things at walls and see what sticks. I'd rather have something that's, you know. Yeah, you want to have partially because you want to, you know, put out a good product. Yeah, absolutely. But also because this is an extension of the line. Mm-hmm. You know, this is essentially your child. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, if if you want your child to, to thrive in the world, you want to make sure that it's prepared enough to deliver what it's supposed to deliver or it's do what it's of. supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. No, I agree, man. Like it's like, um, it's, it's, um, I don't know what it is, but I just know that I'm really grateful to be doing this because, um, I'm learning a lot, um, especially from, you know, not even just the, the business perspective. It's just like people and yeah. like what they like and what they want. And, Oh, like, Oh, Oh, what? the people don't know. No. So what do they got? since what do you got? the last time we had Matt on the Great Cigars podcast, uh, he has since left the Wooden Indian and is now working for Vicente. Yeah. So, Matt, tell us. Tell us things. Um, How is it? It's fantastic. Um, I love it. I'm very grateful for Vince and you know, his family and everything he's done for me and the growth and, you know, cause it's been, it's not even been a year that we've been in retail. So it's very new to everybody. Um, and you know, I would just like to look at myself as like a, uh, like, you know, you know, you know what, man, like before I even say what I'm about to say, everybody looks at like titles and everything and it's just who they are and it's not who I am. Like I love cigars and I love what I do. I'm, I'm just I'm just someone who works with Vince and who believes in this company can be what it can be with the quality and the consistency and and especially not even that just the tenacity of him and what we do because we're not going to give up like it's like I know like the skepticism of the pride like there's always going to be skeptical things being said by you know knew this knew that and it's this price but you know, he works extremely hard at his craft to give everybody a, a unique smoking experience. And he wouldn't do it if he didn't believe it either. And as someone, um, you know, that's that's close to him, like he's an artist and he's he's vulnerable enough to let the world and the public try his art. Just like, you know, like Rick and Mickey and all those guys, like they're all they're all trying to nobody's going to be perfect. Let's just cut it right there. But they're trying their best to perfect their craft and yeah. give people, you know, yeah. their, their experience. Well, and I think that's most important. And that's why I say cigar blending is 
it's a mix of a craft and art and a practice. You know, it's an art because you're you're making something beautiful. Mm-hmm. You, you are literally making something for the enjoyment of yep. others. Yep. Um, it's a craft because you actually have to learn it and be diligent at it and actually craft it. You have to craft with your hands and your brain and, and learn all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a practice, much like, you know, being a doctor or being a dentist or whatever, because it's not perfect. Nobody's ever going to be perfect at it. Mm-hmm. Like, guaranteed, in a regular box of cigars, you're going to have one bad cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be plugged, it could burn wrong, it could, you know, whatever. There's going to be at least one bad cigar in every box. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be the roller had a bad day, it just got packed wrong, you know. Maybe a tobacco leaf was going sideways when it should be going straight or, or whatever. And um, you know what you're saying? Not to, like, cut you, because you're, you're... I just don't want to forget this thought, but the one thing, the common misconception of what you just said is is when you, when you, when you have certain cigars... Um, and a lot of these price points come based off of like aged tobacco. I'm using this. I'm using that. Um, and it's never the like what we're doing. What we're t- at least trying to accomplish the consistency and the quality. It's yeah. not like we're sitting here, yo, Jim. Like you're smoking a some cigar that has some Costa Rican and a Peruvian filler. Like we don't have that. Yeah. And that's okay. But what we do have is high quality tobacco. <laughs> and God. Do you remember that episode of Drinking Josh? The Peruvian puff pepper. The Peruvian puff pepper. Yeah, puff yeah, pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time yeah. I hear something about Peru, yeah, it seriously. just takes me to that yeah, fucking episode. Seriously, I know what you're saying. But um, but that common misconception, though, like you would think like, you know, you spend X amount of dollars or you buy a box or you buy this, like the second you have that bad experience or bad cigar, you like annihilate that brand or that person, which you should never do. Like it's, it's what you just said. It's the roller could, this could happen. Mistakes happen and inconsistencies. And it's, yeah. Cause yeah. there are tens, if not hundreds of hands that touch that cigar. Yes. Before you even get it. Yep. You know, between the, the farmers, the, the blenders, the rollers, the wrappers, the packagers, um, whoever's working your, your, uh, your parcel service for delivery. Yep. That's a, that's huge. Um, yeah. you know, even the guys in the retail shop, I mean, God forbid one of them drops one, mm-hmm. you know, you get a bad burn. You can get a cracked wrap or whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah, you have so many people that, that touch one cigar. Like you're not even looking at a box. You're looking at one cigar. You're looking at at least 50 people touching your cigar. Mm-hmm. At least. Mm-hmm. Um, and quality control at that level can be hard Mm -hmm. because you have to oversee all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it can be easy because a majority of that is in the factory. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, you can kind of pick and choose who's going to be a rapper, who's going to be a roller, Mm -hmm. um, who's going to be a farmer, who's going to be doing fermentation. Mm -hmm. Who's going to be doing packaging? A lot of times you can control that, but you can't control how they handle the cigar. Now, granted, 
if they work for a cigar factory, a lot of times they know that you handle a cigar like a woman. You beat the shit out. No. You you treat her delicately. You hold her tender. Yeah. Because I feel like you were saying that. like in the, and I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. And when you yeah. smoke it, you're not like, you know, stuffing the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very delicate. It's very... It's romantic, the the way you smoke a cigar. Mm. Especially if you're enjoying it and not just doing it in, like, passing. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And you know what's funny? Like, what you just said, like, um, kind of like the intimacy you have with cigars. Um, like, when I first met Vince and he was, um, you know, I think he was just drinking a rum by himself at Cigar Republic, to be honest with you, because that's, you know, how I know him. And because I was kind of like, wow, like... You know, you don't really see too many people, you know, sitting by themselves in cigar lounges unless it's like during the day. It was just like nighttime at Cigar Republics. And he, I'm not saying it in a bad way. He would laugh that I'm even saying this right now. Um, but, um, and you know what's funny? Like his blending techniques. Like I talk about this with him a lot because I ask a lot of questions. I always, it's never for me, if you know me from working at the Wooden Indian, like I think you could say this for me. Like just being around like guys like Dan, Dave, Todd, John, everybody, I'm always, I, I, and it might be annoying, but it's for me, it's I want to know. And for Vince, I always ask questions and um, the way he blends his cigars. Um, you're never really going to see Vince throw a full body cigar at you. And what you're smoking right now, like when you hear double wrap San Andreas, you're like, damn. That's a full body cigar. Punch me in the yeah, face. Yeah, like that's what that's what I'm thinking. Like, and you know what? Like, the way he blends, it's it's it's. No, it comes off. It comes off more medium to full. Yeah, I'm saying like that like, that punch. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it, like you know what I'm talking gonna... about? Like he blends. It's it's flavor and aroma. It's aromatic and flavor. That's like, what it is. If you were gonna compare it to bourbon. It's not going to have a lot of heat behind it. It's not going to have a lot of kick behind it. So it'd probably be about the same as the bourbon we're drinking now, where it's like 90 proof. This No, this pair is per, like literally perfect with these so cigars. So his Vicente cigars, if you were to transfer it over to bourbon, I'd say they'd be anywhere between like 85 and 95 proof. Yeah. Like, enough for you to know that it's alcohol, but there's not going to be that burn on it. There's not going to be that, like, punch in the throat. And you're going to be able to actually sit back and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Now, I like a heavier proof bourbon. You know, I have no problem going up to, like, 110, 120. Mm -hmm. Granted, there are some times where I'm like, hell no, I can't do it. You know, just depending on my mood. Usually anywhere between like 90 and 100. Yeah. I'm golden. Yeah. And it's the same for cigars. For the majority of my my smoking habits, I'm between like a light medium and a medium full. Mm-hmm. I can go light. I can go heavy. Like I love a good Connecticut or a Cameroon with a coffee. I also really like a Maduro San Andreas. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you, I'll cut a bitch for a Habana. No, I know. Yeah. Like, that's a good middle ground yeah, cigar. Yeah, it's right in the middle. I it's mean, perfect. I also think, like, what we're saying, like, 
someone someone can smoke like someone can smoke the palladium and be like yo this was so full body it was so strong right because their palate just doesn't speak to it which well yeah because everybody's palate's subjective 100 percent, and that's why like from smoking he's back to what i was like going on like when i first met him he's sitting in the bar and he's smoking a cigar and i'm i'm i don't know what i was smoking because that's when i'm i'm working warehouse retail and just anything that i can put in my hand that's what i'm smoking and i don't know what i was smoking um and i walk down i sit down Actually, I honestly think I was smoking an H. Upman because we had the Altidus. I think I'm saying that brand right. The uh, the rep there. And um, we were oh, smoking uh, the Brazilian H. Upman, the new one that came out two years ago. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm sitting next to Vince, yeah. and he's smoking whatever he's smoking, unbanded Vicente. And all I said to him, I'm like, hey, man, like, that smells really good. What are you smoking? And he was like, it's something that I, you know, something that I was, I've been working on and blending myself. And then little did I know, like my brother Rich is smoking like all of his Cameroons, like before they came out. And like, just we've, you know, we've known him for a while. And it's just funny. Cause like he uh, played baseball, um, against my grandfather who passed away a couple of years ago, who coached Legion baseball, who had like 12, like Legion titles in like 50 years of coaching, like savage. But, um, just really cool. Just really cool. And on top of that, man, like just a man of integrity, hard work and just appreciation for what he does. Like, that's why, like you, 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 people assume things based off social media, like personalities and things. And, you know, you can assume what the fuck do you mean? You people? No, is that, did I say you people? What did, the fuck what do I you said? mean? Is that what I said? Yeah. Did I? Well, what do you not, mean? You well, that's people. not, that's not what the fuck I mean. You, you fucking plain lippy. And, and whoever, and whoever knows me knows that it, it doesn't fucking matter. And I love everybody, but I'm just busting you. I know you are. And like, but that's like, there's, there's always a persona of like, or like an assumption of like how someone is because of like Instagram, like, like, um, like you can see me or you on Instagram and be like, well, this person looks like that and the other. And then you meet him in person. Like it's the same thing with Vince or any any manufacturer, or any personality that is a part of the company. Like they like Zaya Union of El Septimo. Like super confident in what he does. And then you meet him. Like shakes your hand. How are you doing? Respectful class. Like that's what it's about. Yeah. And like that's what I learned from him and Joe and just from like Louis, like Dan, Dave, every single person that has given me five freaking minutes of opportunity. I've learned so much from them yeah. and I'm so grateful for it. Even you, man. Like, it's like I sit here, talk to you, uh, even when we're not even having headsets on, like we're just bullshit and talking about awesome stuff. And just even you, like not even on the headset, just like self growth without the cigars and just in life in general, dude. Yeah. It's just from all of great people, your father, like people in your life. It's just, you know, that's, there's always somebody, dude. It's never, it's never just you. And if you think it's just you, like that's that's not a good way to think, in my opinion. Like I always think there's always a team. There's always someone, you know, kind of pushing you in the back, saying, you know, let's let's do it, man. Let's there's, go. Like there's always going to be somebody pushing you yeah. in the back, and there's always going to be a mentor and an influence on the way you live your life. Sometimes they can be the same person. A lot of times they're different. So, if, if you take me, for example, my dad is both a mentor and an influence. Mm -hmm. My mother is both a mentor and an influence. 
both different realms, both different ways, but they're both a mentor and an influence. Now, if you look at uh, Rick Rodriguez of West Tampa Tobacco Company and Mickey Pegg of All Saints, they're both influences. Like, they influence how I act and how I am with the, the rest of the cigar industry. But as time goes on, they're going to wind up becoming mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you look at Dan from the Wooden Indian. Dave the best, from man. the Wooden Indian. Yeah, the best. They're more like mentors. Mm-hmm. From day one for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have all these supports and all these people from your background, your past, your present that will influence and mentor your life to where you get to where you need to be. And then that's where I was about to say, like, then you have your choice. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? So I am a firm believer that nothing happens by accident. I'm with you, man. I, I agree. I don't believe in consequence. I don't believe in accident. Yeah. Like you meet certain people because you need to meet certain people. Now there are some people where like, let's say you have a girl and yeah, I'm talking to this girl right now. And she says that men have a tendency to fall in love quicker than women, which I could believe to be true Mm -hmm. to a point. And you can believe that you were, quote unquote, destined to meet somebody. Mm -hmm. But there are some people in your life where they were more than just somebody you were destined to meet. Mm -hmm. They were meant to be there for a purpose. Absolutely. Whether it's for a lesson, which fucking sucks because a lot of times that ends badly. I know. Yeah, I know. Um or it's for an influence or a mentorship or a friendship or a partnership or whatever. A lot of times when you meet somebody, it is more than to just be somebody you were destined to meet. Yeah. I think like, um, you know, I'm not going to like, cause I know everybody has their, you know, their thoughts, opinions, beliefs and stuff, but whatever you do believe. And I also think like, um, I don't think the world universe, again, whatever you believe in, because I'm not going to get into all that, but like, I don't think the world would, and this is just my opinion, just speaking freely and whatever. I don't think like the world would let you love something that just didn't love you back or like vice versa. Like, and you are right with what you're saying. Like, I do think that like, there's certain things like you're meant to meet these people you have. And there's, and also like the seasons you're at in your life, like there's certain seasons in your life like just like the weather we have like winter summer whatever you're in seasons in your life and I think certain things happen for those reasons and even for me like I can talk about you know my last five years but I'm not but it's let me ask you a question because this just popped into my head yeah what's your mating season um because like and you're being dead fucking serious because I every, know you dude like you're every, so species, funny, dude. <laughs> every species every species yeah. Has a mating season, mm. and we're, but, but like I feel like humans, like literally mate. Like, are you being like a literal like? So what I mean by mating season is, if you look at every other species on the planet, they have a literal season 
where that's all they do is they yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. For humans, it's a time of year when your confidence is at peak. You are your best you, and you're more likely to find somebody to be with. So you know what's funny that like saying that. Um, I would like to say every freaking day, man. Because like, why, why, why go based off of like the commotion in your life because like you have to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good so like you can be like you know everything's bad for me right now and then so like I, I mean it's just speaking into existence like if I say like I'm gonna go have a bad day probably gonna go have a bad day right like it's just that's what I think like yeah, yeah there are some times where you say you know what fuck it I'm having a bad day or yeah. I'm having a lazy day yeah. or whatever for me I can tell you my mating season fall and winter but like what but for what reasons? Because like I think Because like, that's when I meet most of the people I wind up dating. Where are you going in fall in the wintertime? Is it somewhere you're going or is it just like no, it's, it's just, just what's going on? I don't know. Alright, so here's something for you now that but we're on the If this topic, you look at every it's if you go on dating apps from from January first till Valentine's Day, I guarantee you go on like twenty dates. Hundred percent. Twenty you might go on a date a week. 100%. You might go on a date a week. I'm not even lying to you. Yeah. Even a guy like me that, like, I don't even know how, I don't know. But, like, anybody. Anybody. Like, but date if, a week. But if you don't want to be on a date on Valentine's Day. No. End the relationship. Not saying I do this. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. If you don't on. want to be on no, a date. No, because I need, I need to clarify this. Otherwise, I'm going to be in a lot of fucking right, trouble. Go ahead, go ahead. Not saying I do this, honey. Not saying I will do this. <laughs> I'm just giving advice for 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 people. I fucking love you, dude. I don't think she <laughs> listens to the podcast. Though. I actually don't think she knows what my side business is. No. Anyway, not saying I do this, honey. I'm just giving. I love this. Dude. I, I'm just giving advice. If you don't want to be on a date on Valentine's Day, you need to be out of that woman's life. February thirteenth. At 11.59, at the end of Desperation Day, which is when a lot of girls go out. That's what I'm saying. And they look for a date for Valentine's <laughs> Day saying, because yeah. they don't want to be alone for but Valentine's it's, it's Day. It's the New Year's resolution shit. Like, I'm going to do this and that, and I'm going to go, I'm going to meet this person. And that's where you go on the dating sites from New Year's no, till you then. See, and you, New Year's resolutions piss me off. Piss me off, too. there are so many people where... They make a, a New Year's resolution like, I want to lose weight. Yeah. Like, okay. Just fucking go, like, First like, off, yeah. good for fucking you. <laughs> but what the fuck are you trying to do? Yeah. Don't have a New Year's resolution. Have a New Year's goal. Because if you just say you want to lose weight, it's like, oh, okay, I lost a pound. Well, I, I, want to be, I want to be an astronaut this year. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I'll fucking punch you in the throat, send yeah. you to space. Exactly, dude. I know um, you would. You'd probably just fucking toss me there. But no, have, have a New Year's <laughs> goal instead of a New Year's resolution. Because if you have a goal that you can actually numerically put a scale on, you are more likely to achieve it. Just like anything so else. if yeah. instead of saying, I want to lose weight, I want to lose 20 pounds of fat, 10 pounds of muscle. Okay, that is achievable. That gives you a goal. But does, do you think that, that do you think that that has to be a New Year's resolution? No. It could just be fucking, you know, this, this month, but, this, this week. But I'm saying 
a New Year's resolution is very vague. But if you set a New Year's goal, that's where you get specific and that's where you wind up seeing a lot of change. So my New Year's resolution this year is I want to save money more. Or my New Year's goal is I want to save more money. Mm -hmm. So by the end of this year, I want to have $15,000 addition Save to what I have in my savings because I want to buy a house. Mm. Instead of just saying, you know, I want to save money. It's like, okay, well, I just save fucking 50 cents there. I save money. No. Set a goal for it. I want to save $15,000 by the end of the year. No, I agree. I mean, I just, like... That gives you something to look for because then... From there, you can divide it by how much you get paid or what your pay period is. Like, I get paid by by the week. I don't get paid bi-weekly. I get paid weekly. So I can divide, okay, I want to make $15,000 a year. There are 52 weeks in a year. Divide how much I need to save per week to reach that $15,000. And that's what I do. Or I want to review more than just 16 cigars this year but i also think like you having that goal of like i want to save this i want to do that i want to lose this i want to gain this you saving fifteen thousand dollars a year if you have the discipline to do that you have the discipline to do all those other things that you said you wanted to do and that's what pisses me off about that whole like i want to do this i want to do that because like if i had the discipline not to do something like like for me, right? Like you bust my balls, I bust your balls about like because like you're like a lifter and I'm more of a cardio. I see the memes you post; they're hilarious. Yeah, like cardio, yeah. Junkie. Like and I'm like, I run every day, three miles a day. If I had the discipline to do that, and I and if I can apply that discipline in other fields of my life, my life would probably be a whole like a complete 180. So, do you listen to Jocko Willink at all? Yeah, I love him. He's awesome. I fucking love Jocko. Motivation is a false god, according to Jocko. Like, if you need something to motivate you to go to the gym... You need something fucking... You're not doing it for the right reasons. Like, you're all about, like, and from what you listen to and and how you are, like, it's more so, like, it's life, and it's like, if you don't have the struggle, there's no discipline. There's none. Like, if you don't go through something, like... You need the discipline to get to your goal. Yeah. You can't have just motivation. No, because I could sit here and say, I want to do this this year with Vicente. I want to do this with my yeah, life. Yeah, because I, I... Listen, we all do. I get motivated like, to fucking clean the house at yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning. Doesn't mean I'm going to fucking do, do it, it because yeah. other people are sleeping. <laughs> yeah. It's also because I work nights, but still. <laughs> same, so, same thing. Uh, let's... Uh, we're, shit, we're coming up on the one hour mark. So let's take a quick break. Hear from our friends at All Saints for the dedication segment and we'll be back in a minute as a police officer service and dedication are a passion and across this country thousands of men and women share this passion this segment is meant to highlight their service thank them for their dedication and give them the recognition they deserve. 
police officers, firefighters, medics, EMTs, doctors and nurses put their lives on the line, risk their health, and put their families on hold to serve their communities, dedicate their lives to their country, and to make her proud. All Saints Cigars has a passion for service to the cigar community and a dedication to the craft of tobacco. The All Saints dedication is the perfect example of that passion. So find a lounge near you and join All Saints Cigar. Thank a person in uniform, in bunker gear, or in scrubs. Thank them for their service. Thank them for their passion. And thank them for their dedication. So, Howdy. I just came across this story a couple weeks ago. What would that be? A firefighter <clears throat> by the name of Joseph Gilmore in 1978 ran into a burning building and saved a three-year-old named Umar Fox. About a week ago, Umar Fox finally came in contact with Joseph Gilmore, tracked him down. Obviously, he's an adult now, and he wanted to personally thank the firefighter, Joseph Gilmore, who saved his life when he was three from a burning building. I'm going to read uh, an excerpt from this post that I found. Though he was young at the time, Umar Fox grew up knowing the story of the man who saved him. As he got older, Fox became increasingly determined to find Gilmore and thank him for his heroic actions. Thanks to social media, Fox recently succeeded in his efforts, tracking down the retired firefighter and giving him the appreciation he deserved. Fox's mom joined her son during the emotional reunion, as did photographer George Reiser, who captured the incredible moment Gilmore emerged from the burning building carrying Fox and his sister all those years prior. Quote from Gilmore, Oh my God, I wouldn't want to pick you up now, buddy. Wow. Gilmore laughed as he pulled Fox into an embrace. The touching footage captured by WCVB Channel 5 Boston. This guy saved our lives, Fox said. Clearly emotional about the long-awaited reunion. We wouldn't be here. I, I 
have wonderful children. My sister has great kids. They're all growing up. They're doing big things right now. Fox stressed that the impact of Gilmore's actions stretched far beyond just the lives of Fox and his sister. Without him, their children wouldn't exist, nor would future generations of their family. The Lisa and Though Lisa was ill and unable to attend the reunion in person, Fox made sure to convey the message loud and clear on both of their behalves. Gilmore is a hero, and his courageous story will undoubtedly live on for generations to come. This is undeniable proof that if you are a emergency responder, firefighter, police officer, EMT, medic, dispatcher, whomever. Everything you do day to day will have a lasting impact. You know, what you do does not just affect the person you help right then and there. That can help future generations. That can help families. It can help so many more people than you know. So, to everybody serving, mucho thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jim. Where do you um? Where do you find all those stories? Though? That's pretty cool. I search up stories each week, so a lot of it's done on Google. This one I found by accident on on Instagram, <clears throat> so I took a snapshot of it because I'm like, oh, this will make a good yeah. dedication. How about segment. um? How about that quote? Like, I can't pick you up now, man. Like, well, yeah, the dude's like fucking thirty five. It's just now. crazy. Like, it's just wow. That's nuts, man. Like, wow. And how old is he now? He's 35, you said? Yeah, he's... Like, and this happened in 1971? Nah, so he's older than 35 now. Is that the year it happened, though? 1971? Uh, 19... 1978. 19... So how old? How old's the firefighter now? Oh, he's retired. Like, yeah, he's... He's a... Yeah, he's, he, he's probably a grandfather. He, like. Yeah, he's he's retired. Um, But, yeah... Wow. And he remembered them and everything. Like, wow. Oh, saves like that, you fucking remember. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure, man. I'm sure. That's that's some touching stuff. That's really cool. That's really cool. Really, really cool. I mean, it's 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 just... You see, you see stories of that, like, all the time, obviously, because it's just, you know, they try to... You know, they, they you, it's just with everything else. You take the good with the bad and, you know, all that good stuff that people do, and it's... Years later, when when people come and just say thanks like him, it's just beautiful. Yeah. I mean, my dad uh, delivered a baby girl. When? Like eight, like eight years ago. Really? We're still. For, cl- be, he's still I'm close. Sorry, yeah, he's still yeah. close with the family. For like it was obviously because your dad's a, he was a firefighter. At no, the he, time. Was he was a, a he was a cop. I'm sorry, he was a cop. So there was some sort of an emergency, obviously. That well, yeah, the woman place. was given yeah. birth, yeah, yeah, and apparently the kid wasn't waiting. No. So my dad delivered uh, this baby girl. It's like seven or eight years ago now, and he's still close with the family. Like we just went to their Christmas pageant. Yeah, she's eight. <laughs> she's yeah. eight years old. Yeah. Like we just went to her Christmas pageant this past year. That's awesome. Um. So a lot of those big moments, especially mm. with kids, mm. 
a lot of those big moments you remember them it's and, huge, man. And, and you keep them with you i think like um like kids and everything like it's like um kind of just like um i don't know like because i worked like i just worked at like summer camps and like worked around you know different kids and just you know, development and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You learn so much from children and it's like, it's funny. Cause like you think you, you know, everything as you get older, like at least from, you know, you meet people yeah. and you're like, Oh, this guy thinks he's whatever, but who cares? But the point well, is, yeah, the funny thing is you get older and then you start thinking like an adult. Yeah. But you know, what's fun. But and then you, you meet a kid, but you should think like a kid. That's yeah. how you should. That's how I want to think. Yeah. Because you know, what's funny. Like, well, it's, I mean, Jesus, I do think like I I own a fucking flamethrower. No, but you know what? I, I am a yeah, child. Well, yeah, no, you're at heart and the way you are, but it's like you get older and you get serious and you you worry and you yeah. stress. Like you go talk to a kid, all he wants to do is go. He's worried about the next toy or whatever. Yeah. He's gonna do whatever, and it's like there's no uh, there's no stress and worry in life. And yeah, I know we we ha- we all have those things, but if um if you could just like kind of dilute that as much as you can throughout the day i think you know a lot of people would be a hell of a lot better right oh, I, don't, I don't know like that's just me absolutely um speaking of legacies what is the future of vicente blends so all i know is not all i know i mean like i'm just gonna like just from what i what i this is no one speaking. This is Matt speaking. This is me from Matt from Sente telling you what I what I think is going to happen. Um. So we have we have our five our five blends. Our fifth blend is a retailer exclusive. You won't find that on the website. And yes, we do sell our cigars on our website, and that's very unique. Um, there's not a lot of, I don't think um, any unless you're like a private boutique. There's a lot of like, boutique brands yeah, that sell yeah, them on their website. Yeah. Um. This is um obviously a little different. We yeah, do so um it's it's you guys um Heart of a Lion Family by Loyalty. Is that is that a is that Heart of a Lion? That's um that's a that's a cigar yeah. line. I like that name. They make good yeah, like fucking cigars. I like that name. Those guys and Family by Loyalty, they make really good I actually met the owner of Family by Loyalty. Those are good names. Great dude. And all his cigars are of Nordic influence. I've seen you. I think this guy. I think you posted something. You had a like a cigar this big. Yeah. And it was like a short, fat. Yeah. I saw that on your on yeah. your page. Yeah. I yeah. Know his, you're talking about. his shit's banging. I think he stopped into the Wooden Indian. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He stopped in a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, but yeah, we have our five blends. Um, we make 5,000 a year of each blend, 25,000 a year. So it's not like it's a f- like this crazy production cigar, you know. You'll see them every year for sure. It's uh, just tobacco and just, you know, making sure the quality of the cigars are there. That's why what we're smoking now, it's going to be something that you'll see in, I'm hoping, all 50 freaking states at one point in time, like these cigars, um, which will eventually... I think um, these cigars are these nuts. These nuts. These cigars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, no, like I just think when the more the more traction they get, and as lo- and as well as the rings, it's just gonna bring people. Like we just, I'm not gonna disclose anything until it's official. But there was a very very great retailer that we're talking to right now. That's that's 
in, that wants to carry the full line, that's excited for what we're doing in the future, that wants to be a part of it. And, you know, that's that's who we're trying to find. It's the people who, you know, want to be a part of something new and um, just grow together. I mean, it's unique. We do sell our cigars on our website. And um, what we do is we offer a commission base. Uh, for an example, the Wooden Indian is our Pennsylvania retailer. And um, anytime that um, a sale comes from Pennsylvania, whether that individual man or woman has been to the Wooden Indian or not, um, the Wooden Indian makes a commission off of that sale that's coming from our website. So we have a little commission base going on, and uh, the referred sales that the Wooden Indian gets, they make um, a little bit extra. So it's kind of building a network effect, and we actually... Um, I believe we're at, we're actually offering this commission base to only so many retailers. So once this is done, it's done. So I mean, me and Jim talk a lot. I mean, I always tell him like, "Hey man, like if if I know you, you know, you, you travel, you have a lot of relationships. If there's ever anybody that would ever be interested in this product, you know, let's let's you know talk, work something out, send you a little sample pack or something, and we can talk more about you know what we're doing." But the more that um, the more retailers that these five lines are in, it's only going to make it tougher for other people in a good way for us. Like it's like we want these cigars to be exclusive and limited because we want them. It's like I said in the very beginning, maintaining the quality of these cigars, like putting these cigars in five, six, seven thousand retailers just wouldn't make sense. The sleeks like what we're smoking that makes sense. That's what we want to do. This route, we want to keep these cigars, the quality, the presentation, the whole, the whole nine, the whole yeah. thing. And that's you what we want. You want to do quality over quantity. That's what we want. And then these is kind of like what we're doing. But at the same time, in my personal opinion, these are still high quality cigars, <laughs> like very high quality cigars, great flavor, just everything that he's been working very, very hard at that he's, in my opinion, accomplishing. So it's just a matter of finding... Um, those people, those individuals that um, want to be a part of something new instead of kind of just shutting me down because there's a lot of you that shut me down um, just because it's new and you don't, you know, it's you rather stick to the yeah. old goat. And Well, the, the human perception is to fear the unknown. Mm -hmm. And that could be everything from, you know, the dark spot in your closet yeah. to a new cigar brand. And especially at the price point of Vicente. Yeah, yeah. Brand and it's you know, yeah, brand now. You're no hundred percent. It can be it could be scary for especially a smaller scale mom and pop lounge or brick and mortar lounge yeah. to bring in a cigar of that caliber when they don't necessarily know it. Like Vicente is like the boutique of boutique. You know, not everybody's heard of it, but the people who have heard of it fucking love it. But if somebody comes in and says, you know, hey, I have like 12,000 boxes of Padrones. Do you want to take any? Brick and mortar lounge is going to be like, uh, the fuck? Yeah, we are. Because Padron has that name legacy behind. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicente is still growing. Mm -hmm. So if you go to Nashville or... Montana or Iowa or, or somewhere out there. There may not be people that know about it and 
there's going to be lounges where they feed into that human mindset where it's the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. Like how many times have you driven somewhere where you've never been and you get like a little oh, yeah. anxious all the time. I mean, I drive to Florida three times a year, so every yeah. time that drive happens, first I'm like, off, fuck this, like, fuck I know that, I know, yeah. What's the I why? Know. It's just what we do, man. Why? It's just what we do. I mean, ask the people in Canada why they do it, you know. And if they don't come back a certain amount of time, we're not going to talk about Canadian government law, but if they don't come back at the end of their stay, you know, Trudeau's a real nice guy about it. Let's just say that. But um. But why do you drive all the way down? Why don't you fly? Well, one of... I mean, I can get driving to, like, New one England. One of, like, five reasons. You know, they have a house down there. They want to move down there. We bring stuff down instead of, like, I don't know. It'd be better. Like, it'd be worse if we got a U-Haul and drove that thing down. So, at least I'm in a car that goes the way I want it to go. But... And on top of that, I have like a an older dog, so they 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 drive her down. She's she can't fly. She's like eighteen years old, so I don't no, know. No, she's a dog. She doesn't have wings. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Um, but like driving to New England, I can understand because that's like an eight nine hour drive. You know what's funny? Like there's I was just looking at a retailer in Charlotte, and it's only a five hour drive. That's nothing to me. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Like it's that's nothing. That drive is nothing. Like we left here at this house where we're where we're sitting at, location undisclosed. But where we're sitting, left here at like two thirty three in the morning. Got to North Carolina by like eleven a.m. It's it's once you hit traffic in South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, you're screwed because Florida is like one big ass peninsula. You're going right down, especially like. If you're not staying in like Orlando, Jacksonville, like Jack, who wants to stay in Jacksonville? No disrespect to Jacksonville, but like once you go like Rick, like Tampa, you're at Tampa, and then right below Tampa is Naples, which is like I would like to say 45 minutes, maybe an hour drive. So like once you're at the top of uh, Florida, you're like, yeah, we're in Florida, this is awesome, but no, motherfucker, you have another seven and a half hour drive to where yeah. you need to be. If anything, it's getting in and out of Florida, which is the worst. State to state, yeah. you fly by. So, I'm going to Florida for the first time in March. Where are you going? Uh, Orlando. For what? Provodicon. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, I just found out about it, like, last week. What's the take for these? Buy a ticket? What's that take? What's the... I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't Indian sponsor me to go? Oh, nice. Um, never sure. been to Florida. So this is going to be an experience. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to have enough time to visit lounges while I'm down there and certify a few lounges. So I might have to go down on my own. Um, I'll go down with you anytime. Which isn't a problem. Yeah. We're flying. I'm not doing I that know, fucking we're drive. Flying. I know. I'm flying down on Wednesday, actually. I, I drive. I, I literally drive around for a living. I'm not fucking. I know. I know. And I don't know how people even do it in the first place because who... And you know what's funny, man? What we're talking about, people do it every single day. Like, that's why it's like the truck drivers of this world. That's why you got to respect these people, man. <laughs> like, it's like they do it every Listen, freaking day. Listen, there is day. a reason like, that truck drivers like, are a king of the yeah, road. Yeah, you got to respect that. I, it, trust me, I hate when they fucking own that, that road for 20 minutes, but, you know, got to respect those people. So, let me ask you a question. You come to a four-way intersection. It's you. You're all going straight. It's you across from you. So let's say you're going north. Yeah. Going south 
is another citizen or another civilian. Going west is a police officer. And going east is a United States Postal Service truck. Which one goes first? You all got there at the same time. It's uh, me. Nope. No, I'm saying, I'm asking oh, yeah. you. It's, 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 it's me, a police officer, um, a, a postal truck, and what's the fourth one? Another civilian. Another civilian. You all got there at the same time. Um, I, 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 like, just from knowing you, I feel like this is a fucking trick fucking question. But I would like to say, um, the police officer should definitely be like, you guys all go. Like, I'll be the last one. Like, I'll be the last one to go. I'm going to make sure everyone's fine. Um, civilians should probably go first. And then the postal service, they, you know, you can you can kind of pick one, but it's probably the civilian, right? Nope. Who the fuck is it then? Postal service. Why is that? Because by law, I knew you were gonna tell me some fucking law shit. Like it wasn't gonna be like, well, this is why it's fucking it's the law. It's that I knew it. I by, knew it. By law, the United States Postal Service has to be delivered, so the postal service goes first. But I was right. I was probably right about the police officer, right? Like being the last one. If it's me, yeah, yeah. I'm going last yeah. because I want to make sure you yeah. shits don't crash into each other. Yeah, because why? Would I was go? working one yeah. night and there was no traffic, dude. Pet fucking Pete. There was no traffic on the road. It's three o'clock in the morning. There's two <laughs> cars on the road and they fucking crash into each other. How does that happen? And you see that like firsthand, like you're watching. You're no. just like this. But what fucking like, gets me? You're the only two cars on the road, and you crash into each other. Sober? Completely sober. Yeah, that's fucking stupid, man. How the yeah, fuck does know, that I happen? Know, I don't know how you do that. You're the only two cars on the road. And what are they, like, I, I mean, I hope they're okay, obviously. I'm sure they are, because you're telling the story. But, like, what, like, what do they do? They're like, they get out, and they're like, because I'm thinking what you're thinking. There's no one on the fucking road. How can you do that? There's like, nobody else on the road. Like, that's that's insane. Was it like an intercept? Like, what, a yeah. light? Yeah, like, so one it? car was going north. The other car was turning from the southbound lane going east. So he was making a left turn. And there was a light involved. And there was a light. Yeah. No. No, there wasn't. Yeah. He was in the... So the intersection... One car was on the north side. The other car was on the south side. The car that was on the south side was going straight. The car that was on the north side was turning left to go to east. And they both go on green. Whose fault was it? Whose fault is this at the end of the day? Like, who, like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, officially, who, officially, police cannot determine fault. That how about up, insurance? That's up to the insurance. That's company. the insurance. So how are they going to determine now, that if they in my report unit one, which is the unit that crashes into another unit, the guy who turned is at fault because you have to let straight go first. Yeah, no, okay, that, that, that is that, the yeah, right of way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that sucks for both parties, but. For both, mo mo both, most, 
both cars fucking total. Yeah, they're fucked. Fucking oh, yeah, obliterated. Yeah, they're fucked. You're the yeah. only two people on the fucking road. My God. And you crash into each other. Yeah, this bourbon's really, really good. It fucking hits. I know. I don't hits. mean to get off of that, but this is really good, man. Cheers. No, we need to get off of that because yeah. I'm, I'm about to start yeah, well, causing fucking problems. Yeah, this is this is some good stuff, man. I mean, every time we do it, it's always great. But this is this is tasty, man. With the cigar, for sure. But so, I, I got to say, man, like, um, back to... Because um, I don't want to render off because you asked me where I want Vicente to be. Before you go there. Yeah, go ahead. There are very few cigars I will smoke down to the I know, point you're, where it's burning my yeah, fingertips. Jim has this down. You guys can't see it. He has it down to, um, what do you say, like your thumb? I'm almost like, burning my yeah, fingertips yeah, smoking this. Yeah, yeah. he's out uh, here. You remind me of uh, my stepdad, Joe, like where the room we're sitting in. When he first had an honor, he had it both hands like that. And he was like, yeah, what the hell? And like, yeah. that's just what he, that's just, it's, I'm not, I'm so happy. This but, is, this is toothpick worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Where you fucking stick a toothpick or a stogie stick. In Wait until you see like the presentation. It's awesome. It's not like obviously like what we're doing with the rings and everything, but it's a cool sleek. It's sleek. It's a cool, nice, clean presentation. It's awesome. Um, but, uh, where do I want this to go, man? Uh, I want to be in a lot of retailers. I want, you know, I would like the rings, the VBs. I would like them, the, like, I would like to call them the collection. Like, that's what that is. It's the collection. And then those are like the, you know, the full line. Um, I would like to be in like these all 50 states would be freaking bonkers, but let's be realistic here. I would, I truly care more about the quality of these cigars more than anything else. So if we could be in the right amount, which I don't know that number, let's say it's 20 with these, those can be everywhere. Let's say the right number is 20 or 25, 30. That's great. That's great. Cause we can maintain. That's what I've been telling you, but talking about this whole time. That's I've been, if anything, that's the word I'm going to use a lot is maintain. And if we can maintain that and grow every, and because honestly, in my opinion, when you maintain the quality of something, it gives you growth at the same time. Because it's, it's like, it's kind of like what Padron does. People have such a love hate. It's not even a love. That's horrible to say that. Cause if you, I don't know how you can hate Padron. I just don't. It's just like your palate. I know how you can hate Padron. Well, let me let me finish this thought. But You're like, a fucking I, commie. I, that's what I'm saying. And like, <laughs> I just like honestly, man. Like, the only thing I could say, I saw a post. We live we live in a world where people want new things. They demand new stuff. You know, new new product, new this, new phone, whatever. And the one thing Padron has never done was given you something. This is brand, 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 brand new. Like this is a brand new line. This is coming out this year and it's going to be a full production line for the rest of our remaining years. No, they just maintain what they have and it's fucking off the chain. Tell yeah. me I'm wrong. Like it's like it's they maintain what they're doing. Other brands, I can't really say that. And that's just my experience with these brands. The only other brand, Nick Perdomo kills it with it. He does. He kills it with the consistency and the maintaining of it. He fucking kills it. Like that's what it's about. And like, we already we're already in an industry that gets fucking tries to get taken down by our like just just taken down. Like they try to take our legs down and like with the whole no smoking in lounges and no doing this and yeah. no doing that and 
you might as well want to work with these guys and want to work together as one gigantic fucking family because it's there might be at there might be a head of the table, but at the end of the day, everybody has a goddamn seat at the table, yeah. and that's all that matters. And this is why I tell a lot of and to answer your question, where I want to be, I want to be successful, but I I just want everybody to appreciate what we do like I do and respect it like I do and also just say like listen not everyone's gonna like it not everyone's gonna say the cigars are good that's not what I'm saying I just want you to say okay I see where you're coming from I understand the story I understand why you're doing this I respect it am I looking for people's respect no no absolutely not but I just it's I just want them to see where we're coming from from the work and honestly like me and Jordan every freaking day in the office, blood, sweat, and tears, like getting these calls, like talking to these people, meeting with these people, like doing, doing, doing it, like grinding it, grinding yeah. this thing out. Like that's what we're fucking doing. Sharpening the sword. That's what we're yeah. doing. That's what we're doing. And, and that's why I tell pretty much every member of the cigar community I meet to join Cigar Rights of America mm -hmm. because they're going to help literally fight for your yep, rights yep. as a cigar smoker because what does what the declaration what does the declaration of independence say life liberty and the pursuit of happiness if this shit isn't the pursuit of happiness i don't know what the fuck is. i don't know what is either man like if, if like we listen man like i'm surprised we don't have PETA on board because this shit's vegan i know i know I know. This is the only vegan I thing I do. It's fucking it's it's organic. It's it's the whole it's the whole thing and you it's know basically a salad. Yeah. And and for people to like, you know, say what they say about it, man, and you know, go light your vape and go or go light your cigarette and smoke your vape. Don't tell me anything about these cigars ever yeah. again. Like I don't want to hear that, it. Have you seen like, um old dads yeah, 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 yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's vaping. It's different. It's ridiculous. It's not different. It's smoke. Yeah. What are you doing? Dude, I've seen that movie like six times. You know what's funny, man? It cracks me up every time. Like, oh, I love, no, I loved it. But it's funny because, but I'm just thinking about what you're saying. Like, dude, I got to put it out. I'm sorry. No, put it out. No. Um, I'd rather have someone light up 20 Cuba Cubas than smoke a vape in a cigar lounge. Yeah. Like I like light up the whole freaking box, like light it on fire. Yeah. Like, like don't don't do that though. I I know there are a couple cops that I I work with. No and, disrespect to Cuba Cubas, but you know, and, like I'm not smoking flavors cigar. And they vape, including my partner. Love you, buddy. Um but they vape. You know, you're a grown man. Do what you want. I'm not vaping. No. You know, no. I, I, I'll i freeze my ass off smoking a cigar. I don't care. If anything, you're warm smoking that fucking Hell, thing. fuck. I'll smoke like, in the patrol car. I don't yeah, give a shit. Yeah, like, nah, dude. What are we smoking? I need another cigar. Uh, this one. What do you got? This one. Let me see the color. This one. Gold standard. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Golden. I can't wait for you to smoke this. I cannot wait. I'm actually going to grab... I'm going to take off my headset. Jim's going to entertain you guys. I'm going to grab a cigar. I just don't know. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. While you're grabbing your stick. Look what Joe's got in there, man. Uh, let's take a little break. Yes, sir. And hear from our friends at West Tampa Ooh. Tobacco Company. Shout out, Rick.
what's black, white, and red all over, West Tampa Tobacco Company and Great Cigars Community News. News for cigar smokers, lounges, bars, and the cigar community at large. Ladies and gentlemen, we are getting a live update on the Great Cigars podcast for Great Cigars Community News, live from Channel 69. Here it is. So, not a lot in cigar news right now, just because I did not do my research before doing this episode. Well, it's also only been like three days since I recorded the last episode. Yeah, you literally just came out with an episode 48 hours or 40 hours ago. We're recording this episode on a Sunday on my long week for work, which means I have less days off. Usually I record on my short week. But one piece of cigar news is, first off, Matt, do you follow anything by United Cigars? Yeah, I follow their, um, like, the little firecracker. Yeah. That, uh, because you gave me, um, I can't wait to smoke it, and, because you gave me, um, and I would love, if you, if, I don't know if you know anything in the future, but the Mickey Peg All Saints one, and obviously Ernesto, and, yeah. Even uh, Rojas, the street top. I cannot believe he did that in the barber cow. Yeah. Right? That's what he did. Um, never tried them. I would love to try um, those cigars. The one that I'm really, really, really want to try. And, like, dude, like what you were talking about. You're more of, like, a medium body smoker. I would love to try the fucking Pledge in the Firecracker. Yeah. I would love dude, to try it. Dude, it's so yeah, good. I would love to try it. But United Cigars announced their 4th of July release. Is it is it a Firecracker? For the Firecracker. What the hell is it? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Are you fucking yeah, ready? I'm ready. Aganorsa Leaf Lunatic Fire. What? What? With a proprietary Corojo Maduro wrapper. And it's and it's the same exact size of all the other firecrackers. It's just, that's the size. Firecracker. That's yep. the size. All right. I'm just going to be honest. I've been smoking cigars. I, I don't care what we're doing here. I've been smoking cigars since I was 15 years old. And working in the industry, I've never, ever, 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 ever smoked a JFR lunatic ever in my entire life. But a firecracker sounds pretty freaking nice. Dude. I mean, I've had the JFR Connecticut and all that other, but the big, uh, the big ring gauge now. The I lunatic is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a minute, don't they make the? And I don't know why I didn't smoke this. Didn't they? Don't they make a lunatic in that aluminum, like, and it's like a skinnier ring gauge? I don't remember. I think the wooden Indian might have them. I have to go well, next we time might. I go in. I have to go look at that. But I'm I'm yeah. very excited about this fire. No, that sounds tasty, man. That so, sounds tasty. Funny story. I was down in Cigar Sessions in Delaware. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking around the humidor, checking it out, seeing what they got, grabbing a couple things that I don't get often. And I see something that I didn't realize 
that United Cigars came out with. A foundation wise man. They did. Firecracker. They did. Yeah, they did. The red band, right? So I grabbed a couple and I smoked it. It was probably really good. Holy shit. Yeah, it was probably really good. Dude, what, it was amazing. What is that? Coro- Nicaraguan Corot? What is it? Do you know what it is? Is it the red band? Yeah, it's the red band. So it's not... It's... Um, Because every single time I think about that, when you when you, when you say um, when you said that, my mind goes right to the Tabernacle Red, not not the Wise Man, and I forget the freaking wrapper and binder on that. Yeah, so cigar, man. But it's so it's a really good. good stick. I actually never had it in the actually. Fire, I know they made it in one. You know that is the favorite for the Delco Invasion co-host. United Cigars? Andrew Thorpe King loves the Foundation Wise Man. I know he loves them. I see him post them a lot, but um, he he has he has the Firecracker? Like, he has the no, I don't now. think he smoked the Firecracker, yeah. but he just loves the fucking yeah, Wise Man. I still man. have to read his book, man. I feel bad that dude, I haven't read his book yet. Dude, read it or listen to it on Audible. I, I, Actually, you know, know what? what? This is I just need. I I don't want that. I want something. I'm a reader, and like you know what it is because he told me, you know, like if you don't yeah. read it, listen to it, and like I said, you know, I'll get around to it. And um, it's not about getting around to it. It's not even finding the time. I have. I want to talk to him yeah. and understand it, and then so, read it because that's what I like about everything else that I have in my room. That's what I read and what I do. It's always like um, I get into the human. That's that. That th- that made it. Like yeah. I want to talk to the author. Like I want to, so, you know. This is a good plug for uh, shouting out Andy, uh, Andrew Thorpe King, good friend of mine, uh, is owner of Soul on Fire Supply Company. Yeah, you guys are hitting the road, and he makes smokeware, which is T-shirts that are. A little more geared toward the cigar smoker, bourbon drinker, punk rocker. He is the co-host of the Great Cigars podcast on the Delco Invasion Tour. Great guy. And he's an author. He wrote a book called Failure Rules. It's the five five rules of failure to help you succeed. And how failure can be used... As a motivation. Now, you can buy the book on Amazon. You can listen to it on Audible. But what many of you do not know is that there is a Spotify playlist to go along with the book. Oh, you put a little soundtrack in there, Because Andy has two record labels. Does he really? He does. Wow. Good for him. He has punk rock and hardcore. And his playlist is a mix of a lot of different shit. Most of the bands that are in the playlist are in the book. Mm. So read the book, listen to the book, listen to the playlist. Failure rules. It would be um it would be cool to um if you can introduce me to him, I know he follows me on Instagram. I follow him back too, but like it'd be cool if you can introduce me to him. We can go out for a cigar one night. Oh, dude, we could do like a podcast together, all he, three of us. He is a great fucking dude. One yeah, of my yeah, for sure. 
hands down one of my best friends. Mm. I, I I fucking love that dude. Yeah, I would love to meet him. Um, we should do we should meet and maybe do something like this. Yeah, we can. That'd be a lot of fun. Hell, we can even do like a, a night at Cigar Republic. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Or a night at pairing. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, great, great fucking dude. I mean, salt of the earth guy. Like I said, one of my best friends. Mm. Amazing dude. Amazing co-host of yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Um, really, really knows his shit. Mm. And uh, really, really dives deep into stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you have to, man. Have um, to. Switching uh, switching shub- subjects a little bit. Did I ever tell you about the guy I pulled over? Fuck no. Smoke. I mean, what guy? I mean. <laughs> I pulled over this guy who was smoking a cigar. And I wanted to fuck with him a little bit. So, I pulled this guy over for running a red light. And I... And he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. So, he... I pulled a guy over, and I see smoke coming out of the the window. And my first thought is, oh, fucking hey, I'm getting a DUI. <laughs> I'm getting a fucking DUI. Or this, fucking a, like, or this dude's lighting up his last cigarette before he goes in. For is there like, is there ever like a cop thought that you're like, fuck, this guy's drinking and driving, or is it always like, fuck, man, I'm getting a DUI tonight? Like, which one is it? Like, is it like ever both, or is it just like? It depends. There are some times where I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to do shit tonight. Yeah. And this motherfucker's out drinking. Yeah. There, most of the time, it's like, fuck yeah, I'm getting somebody tonight. <laughs> Like last night I went into work because I was covering for a buddy of mine. Oh, last man. night I went into work and I looked at, at my my partner for the night. Not my steady partner, but I looked at my partner and I'm like, I'm going to cause some fucking shit tonight. Yeah. We're getting into it. Um, But yeah, there are some nights where I'm like, I ain't doing shit. Mm-mm. I ain't doing it. Like there, there are just some nights you have a bad night and you're like, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to do the bare minimum. And you, you, um, but I, m- most, most nights I'm like, I'm getting after it. I'm, I'm fucking getting it. And this guy, so you pull, you pull him over. He ran a red light. He's smoking a cigar. You walk up. So what happened? I see the smoke coming out of the window. My first thought is I'm getting a fucking DUI because I think he's smoking weed. Mm-hmm. What time is it? It's night, right? Uh, it's like one thirty in the yeah, morning. Yeah, Cause you're night shift. You like me yeah, at night shift. So, then I start thinking, oh, maybe he's got warrants. He's smoking his last cigarette before he goes in. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them do that. What do you What do you mean? Like, a lot of times, if you're talking to somebody and they're like, "Can I smoke a cigarette?" Oh, oh, god, yeah, I know, yeah. And they're like, yeah, "I hate it." Yeah, okay. Can okay. I smoke a cigarette? And yeah. I'm like, Please don't. You got something. Yeah, you're going in. Like when you. <sighs> nah, just continue. Good. So that's too much. I get out of my patrol car and I start walking up and I smell it. What is it? The cigar? It's a cigar, right? I'm okay, like, okay. What is it? <laughs> that's a cigar. That's a good cigar. Mm-hmm. And I'm about halfway up. Cigar. I'm about halfway up to the car and I'm like, I'm like 90% sure that's a Padron 1964 natural. Yeah. 90%. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to. I'm going to mess with this guy for a little bit. So I get up to the car and I'm like, how's that Padron 64 natural treating you? And he looks at me. 
How the fuck do you know I'm smoking a 64 <laughs> natural from Padron? And we start laughing and shit. So I, I tell him what he did. And he's like, yeah, I know I did. You know, I'm just trying to get home. Long day. All that shit. I'm like, okay, no problem. You're honest. So I run his information. Everything comes back fine. No wants, warrants, charges, pending charges, anything like that. I look at him. We get talking about cigars for a minute. And I said, you got anywhere you need to be right now? He says, no. You told me, yeah, this is a great fucking story. He says, no. I tell him, see that parking lot up there? He says, yeah. I said, pull into that parking lot. So he pulls into the parking lot. I said, hop out of your car. You're not in trouble. I'm not writing you a citation. Hop out of your car. So he gets out of the car. I get out of my car. And he sees me carrying this briefcase. And he's like, what the fuck's the briefcase for? I said, this is a football. Now, for those of you who don't know, the football is presidential nuclear codes. My football is a 60-count travel humidor briefcase that I keep in the patrol car at all times. So I pop it open. I said, pick one. Dude, bro, picks a cigar. We smoke a cigar together for 45 minutes in a park. And he's just like, all right, man, have a good night. Thanks for the cigar. Mm-hmm. Never see him again. No, we still talk. I do. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but was he really smoking a 64? He was. Was he? He was. He showed me the rapper. He's was like, he? I can't fucking believe that. You know, man, like, there's only, like, I mean, there's not, I'm not saying, like, people can't do that, but, like, you know who's, like, we all know this. Dan Wood is sick at that shit. Sick as fuck at that shit. Dan and sometimes, Wood. sometimes, hold on, because I'm busting, now I'm going to bust his balls. If he ever, if he makes it this far, I really think sometimes, like, the one day, and he's going to, if he listens, he'll hold laugh his ass off. One day, it's, it's me and him out front. And he goes, do you want to play the game? I'm like, damn right, I want to play the game. Are you kidding me? First of all, it's a free cigar. I mean, it's comp, but, like, fuck, it's, yeah. it's fucking, it's the best. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, what are we doing? You know the deal. Six inches, Toro, like, nothing, no weird size, no bullshit. Just normal, you know, average uh, cigar size. And I remember this, like, there was two occasions, but this one I really remember. And looking back, I, just, I have to say it next time I see him because it's really funny. But, like, I, I really think he got it. Um, I grabbed a 2021 Las Calaveras yellow band uh, Sumatra wrapper, um, Nicaragua and everything else. And I give it to Dan. I'm bandit. Naked. He lights it up. He smokes it. And he's sitting on the lounge couch near the entrance door where the members come in. And he's sitting there. And (laughs) honestly, I think he pulled up the camera in the humidor and saw what the fuck I grabbed. Because, but that goes, this is is like a bust your balls big compliment at the same time. Because the fact that you fucking know that's a Las Calaveras 2021... Like, I didn't grab him some other Sumatra. Like, it wasn't... I mean, the only Sumatra that I think is actually very, like... You can tell that this cigar is a Sumatra because it is Oliva. Right? Yeah. Milanio. Like, that's a Sumatra. You can tell that that cigar... Like, 
because it's the Leva Milano. I have to smoke them again because that cigar is fantastic. But I'm like, how the hell do you do that? And then the other occasion, he grabs a Cavalier Inner Circle. Shout out Sebastian. That cigar is fantastic. I love it. More people need to smoke that cigar. And he smokes the Inner Circle. He puts it, he smells it, he draws it, he, whatever. He takes one puff out of it. And he goes, this is an Inner Circle by Cavalier. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're, you're right, dude. Like, it's not fucking fun playing the game with Dan. Like, no, it's, it's not, not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> like, Dan I love is, this. I love him. Dan is too fucking good at that game. Yeah, he really is. He is. So, for, for those of you who don't know, when we work at the Wooden Indian, we like to test each other. Because the Wooden Indian is very big on cigar knowledge, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, but part of that is we play the unbanded game where one of us goes into the humidor and we pick out two of the same cigar and we smoke it at the same time. And the goal of the game is to figure out what cigar you're smoking without the band on it. Flavor profile, construction, everything. Figure out what you're smoking. Most people, they figure it out about halfway through. Dan usually figures it out. First third. Easy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I give him, like, the first five puffs. Yep. Easy. I don't know, like, you know what, though? Like, it's like, um... You know what's so awesome about the Wooden Indian? We talk about them all the time, because obviously those are it's family and stuff, but, like, um... It's so awesome about them. It's the diversity of who they have in there. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's why, like... Like, you put Todd and Dan in the same room, it's fucking awesome. Because, like, yeah, like, we all love each other. But, like, Todd has... Like, I love talking to Todd about things because, like, he's, like... um, Like, Dan has, like, um, the high heart passion. Like, kind of like I, like me in that retail store. Like, I like a lot of passion, a lot of yeah. energy. Like, Todd is more of, like, a... Um, Todd is fucking awesome for... Todd, like, honestly, like, I love giving him our cigars. The, the, the Vicentes, the Sleeks, it doesn't matter what it is. Todd is fucking awesome for a flavor panel. Like, he is awesome. Like, he is someone that I would want around. Like, give me your feedback. Tell me tell me something. Like, give me, like, and he's very, and the thing about it, you can love it, you could hate it. I fucking love it. He's very technical, and it's very meticulous and smart, and it's, you need the shit like that. And then you have someone like Dan who's been smoking cigars probably 10 plus years over Todd, who has a whole different like book of knowledge and says, you know, 20 years ago, this, this is what this was. And now it's this, like, it's so fucking cool having that. And then you have Dave, like there's a whole, there's generations of knowledge there. And I think honestly, it goes unsaid. There's generations of knowledge there. Like there is. If you if you if you truly love cigars, like and you're in Pennsylvania, I know you have your lounges. I'm being very biased, but that's the spot. Yeah, I'm being very biased, so but it's if, it's the spot. If you want to learn a lot about cigars and the industry and the community, you go to the Wooden Indian because they teach you everything. Bro, you, you can know. just call the store. You can just call and talk to John. You can talk to anybody in that store, and they will get, they'll give you time. That's what's awesome about them, and that's what I learned 
a lot from doing this for Vince and what we're doing and growing. It's, it's, um, like even like, like thank you to the wooden Indian for giving us a chance and giving us the, the time and the yeah. opportunity. Cause it's like, they gave me, they gave us the opportunity and chance. Like we, we talked, we met, they smoked them. It's like, it's meeting those people. And like, that's why like to go back on Vicente, I hope you're really enjoying that by the way, but it's fucking, love yeah. It. Like I hope it's great. And like, it's, We've been we've been you know critiquing and adjusting and I think like it's this year is going to be huge for us. It's going to be huge and yeah. I'm really really excited, really excited for the people and everything, everything, man, yeah. everything. It's 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 awesome. Good times. It's honestly like I know like um, besides um, everyday life, it's a hell of a time to be alive, man. It is. It's a hell of a time. Like it, it really is. It is a hell of a time yeah. to be alive. Yeah, it is. Um. So, while we're on the topic, let's take a quick break. Hear from our friends at the Wooden Indian, get some cigar knowledge. Fuck yeah. And then we will go into what Matt's been up to. Oh, nice, nice, very nice. And what Matt's going to be doing in the future. Nice. I love it. So, I'm excited. Still. Let's hear. Let it ride. Some whiz wit. Oh. What's up, Bob? What can I get you? Yeah, can I get a cheesesteak fried onions? Wizwit? Wizwit? Yeah, give me Wizwit. Hey, one cheesesteak fried onions, Wizwit. You may be thinking I'm talking about what kind of cheese I'm getting on my cheesesteak. Well, not here. I'm talking about Wizwit. Wisdom from Wooden Indian Tobacco. Cigar knowledge. Everything you need to know about cigars, I'm going to tell you. So open up your brain bucket, grab a cigar, fuck it, grab a cheesesteak too, sit down, open your notes, and learn some shit. It's good for you. And uh, get some whiz wit. Cigar knowledge. Love that. Love it, love it. Dude, every time I hear that segment, I want a fucking cheesesteak. That's badass. No, I actually thought about it too. I'm not even going to lie. So, this week's rendition of Wiz Wit. I'm talking about Vitola. Oh. So, do you know what a Vitola is? Yes. What is it? Size. Yes. Vitola is the size of the cigar, and the size of the cigar is based on the length and ring gauge. And I'm going to be going over the most popular... Well, not most popular, but the most well-known sizes of cigars. Can I take a guess of number one? Sure. Um, I'm going in order of length. Six. No. Wow. All right, go ahead. Name them off. So, again, this is in order of length, not ring gauge. Mm -hmm. But these are the most common sizes you're going to see in a cigar lounge. Number one is Rothschild. Four and a half by 48, which is commonly mistaken for number two, which is Robusto, mm. which is four and seven eighths by 50. Mm -hmm. uh, up next, you have Petite Corona, which is four and one eighth by 42. You have Corona, which is five and a half by 42. Corona Gorda, which is five and five eighths by 46. Banging. You have 
arguably the most popular size in the cigar world, which is Toro. Six by 50. Now, sometimes this this can go to like six and a half. Yeah, yeah. Things of that nature. But that is the most popular size. Usually when you see somebody smoking in a movie or a TV show, they're smoking a Toro. Uh, you have the Gordo, which is 6x60. Six <clears throat> you have the Lonsdale, which is 65 x The Churchill, which is named after Churchill, which is 7x50. Lancero, which is 75 x Corona Doble, or Double Corona, depending on where you're at. Seven and five eighths by forty nine, and Grand Corona, which is nine and a quarter by forty seven. Now you also have cigar shapes. Wait, 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 wait. Can I guess the number one shape? Sure. And shape is like we're talking like Figurado, yep. uh, Torpedo, Toro. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, like, Robusto, right? Robusto is the size. Oh, well, we're, we're talking, okay. I, yeah, Cigar shapes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, um, the most... Com- Figurado, Figurado, Figurado. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Because the name I have here is... Pyramid. Par- Parejo. Parejo. Well, isn't that, like, it's that, like... It, it, it's yeah, what you're it smoking is, right it now. It is, yeah, it, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. a Parejo, yeah. or Parejo. Yeah, it's in the back in his handbook. Is a cigar that has the same ring gauge throughout and a rounded cap. Yeah. So most Toros, Churchills, things of that nature, you will see is a Parejo. You have the Torpedo, which has the same ring gauge throughout, but tapers at the cap. Banging. And looks like a torpedo. You have Perfecto, which Perfecto. the foot and the cap are both tapered on either end. You have the Pitamide, which tapers from the foot to the cap. Who who taught you how to say that? Is that how you say it? Pitamide. Pitamide. Yeah. You roll your arch because it's Spanish. Pitamide. Like Nicaragua. 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 Like agua. That's what, Nick, that's what Nick said, like agua. And then you have Bellicoso, which is very similar to Torpedo, but Torpedo has a little bit more of a pointed end or a pointed cap, whereas a Bellicoso will have a little bit more of a rounded tapered cap. So a good example is the Liga Pravada Wooden Indian Exclusive Pancetta. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. What is your favorite size and favorite shape, Mr. Jim? Well, my favorite si- size is the Toro. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I usually go with. Uh, my favorite shape, I'm a basic bitch. I like the Parejo. Mm-hmm. If like you weren't, if you were feeling a little frisky, what would you grab? Well, if I feel a little frisky, I'm gonna grab something other than a cigar. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
Uh, no. If I'm feeling a little frisky, I'll grab a Bellicoso. Um, it's not... Bellicoso is nice, man. ...as sharp of a taper as a Torpedo. like, the, the Padron... Uh, I just smoked this on New Year's. The Padron uh, 20, 1926 Natural uh, Perfecto for $33... See, I'm iffy with perfecto. It's a, but I'm a, like, I'm a question. Yeah. That's perfecto, right? Yeah. The, I mean, listen, I'm with you, but that perfecto is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like that's See, a fucking. Like, I'm iffy with perfectos because some of them you have to cut off the cap. Go to. This doesn't come out of my mouth often. That's what she said. Go, it doesn't. Go to Louis, Louis Love Cigar Republic Regis Perfecto Exclusive. To Cigar Republic. You can only get it there in Atlantic Cigar. Go there. Ask for Louie. He's the greatest of all time. That cigar Damn. is Fucking awesome. Shit. Jim made a d detrimental mistake. Detrimental mistake. That could be easily fixed, but it's okay. Jim made a fucky-wucky. Yes, he did. <laughs> I like that. So, so right now, um, before Jim goes, I just want to let you guys know, we are smoking... I am smoking the retailer exclusive Vicente Blends, the Visitari, which you can only find in our retailers exclusively in seven states right now. About to be ten in the future. So it's we're getting there, boys, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting there. So it's uh, once you see them, find them, call me, call us. Call Jim, call anybody, you know, there's always knowledge, there's always people you could talk to, talk to us, and we'll take care of you always, and uh, if you know anyone that's interested and thinks that would be awesome, distributor, retailer, whatever you want to call them, call me and we'll figure something out, and then as these uh, full production lines are coming out, it's only going to get tighter, and we're all, we're all, it's only going to get better for us, so it's I'm really excited. Get tight. Yep. Just like these rolls, man. Get tight. fucking tight. Tight and fucking firm, baby. Hell yeah. Yep. Just Damn the way straight. I like them. Damn fucking straight. Are we still talking about cigars? Yep. I'm not. Yeah, I know. I know, dude. <laughs> talking <coughs> Bowman Brothers. Good bourbon. We're at the halfway point on this bottle. It looks like, correct? Yes, we're at, we we're are. At the straight, we're at the straight bourbon whiskey sign. I'm looking at the bottle. I like looking at it. It's nice. Nice and... I don't know if people talk about like I like the way this bottle feels in my hand, like the way they talk about. I like the way this cigar feels in my hand. Do people do that? Because who's drinking a whole fucking bottle? Who holds all? No one's doing that. I mean, I do. Like you hold that thing. And be like, I like the way that. I but like this bottle. I like the way I, it feels. I, in my I, hand. I also have a problem, according to some clinical studies. Do you? Probably. Don't we all then? Um, yeah, it is a very easy bottle to hold. Like there are some bottles where it's kind of hold. Hard to hold when you're pouring. Like fucking, um, you know, it's a great bottle. Angel and Angel's Envy is a good bottle. Oh yeah, I like holding that. I can hold that with like three fingers. I feel like and just be like, or like, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. there are there are some cigars that are easier to hold than others, and there are some cigars that are easier to drive with than others. Oh my gosh, dude! Like, in my opinion, the easiest cigar to drive with is a box press. That, that makes a lot of sense. Because um, it's easier... I feel like you're going to talk about the ash for some reason. Or well, like, the, it, the, like, it's... I don't know what box press you're smoking, though. I mean, All Saints is all pretty Saints. fucking really well constructed. 100% box All Saints. Press. Yeah. All Saints is one of the yeah. easiest brands to, to drive with. I mean, that fucking Colorado. Um, Shit, I love that cigar. But 
the reason I say a box press is, yeah, partly it's because of the construction and the ash, but also it's because of, I, I hate this phrase, but it's the only phrase I know that can, that can properly describe it is mouthfeel. So it's yeah, just like, re- it like rests. It's, it's, like it's easier like, to yeah. hold it in your mouth and in your jaw mm. than a regular rounded cigar. Mm. It's more comfortable. It's easier to kind of just cruise along with. Um, I also think, um, like, what are you smoking, like, lengthwise and everything? Like, I mean, it, it depends on the trip. Usually I'm smoking a Toro if I have an hour-long trip. That's what I was about to say. Like, if I'm, like, for me, like, me and you are different, right? So my situation, like, if you're if you're on, on this long journey or trip or work or whatever... What if I'm getting off the golf course? I already smoked two cigars and I want another on the way home. I'm lighting up a, um, a motherfucking Henry Clay Warhawk. Oh, Corona. 100%. Corona. Dude, that thing's banging. Honduran, Connecticut. Connecticut Broadleaf Binder, and I think it's a uh, Nicaraguan filler. There you um, go. That cigar... Um, that cigar and the Ava Domain were the first two cigars. I'm like, what the fuck are inside of these cigars? Like, I got to know the components of these cigars. And that's what got me on, like, Connecticut's. And then, like, I uh, trickled over. And then, like, funny story, like, Louis Love giving me a, um, like, a real old age, like, nothing even crazy. Like, people would be like, really? Like, that's what you had? Like, and I loved it. San Latano, Rec Room Maduro, Age as Fuck, AJ Fernandez, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like, I have, bo- I have a whole box upstairs. Like, arguably the best blender. You know, man, like, it's talking about somebody, like, even, like, with Nick, too. Talking about people who have, um, and I hope I, they don't take this the wrong way. I Not like they're, they listen, but if they ever do, like, it's, um... The amount of resources they have, and they're still, like, listen, like, Padron, but it's Padron, like, they, they stick to their guns. Like, like Fernandez, AJ's making cigars for so many freaking people. Yeah. So many well, freaking people. Hell, you like, look at uh, Artesano Del Tobacco. Y- yeah, dude. That, I mean. What's that called? Um, well, they have they have two now. What's the what, what's the one? I haven't smoked the new one. The San Andreas, everyone's bonkers over the it. The El Popo. Yeah. Dude. But the one you got to smoke. Dude, you gotta smoke the La v- the Viva La Vida Atlantic Cigar Exclusive Box Press Toro. The it's Viva the La Vida is banging. Yeah, but in my opinion, the El Popo is it's way every better. everybody that's everybody. It is so you're so, so these guys fucking good. these guys are artisanal. How do you say it? Close, artisanal. Artisanal. Art. No, there's no L at the end. Okay. Artisanal. Artisanal. Del. Del Tobacco. Tobacco. Artesano Del Tobacco. So these guys, um, their stuff is getting produced out of AJ. They're putting, you know, their labels on it. Yeah, it's AJ made. Okay. Um, the Viva La I keep saying it. The Viva La Vida box pressed Atlantic Cigar Exclusive may be their best one because no one knows about it and they need to smoke it. So go on their, go on their uh, site and check that out. Um, yeah. But um, they're jet the, the freaking jester, oh, and that and that five pack, get the hell out of here, banger, bro. I lo- I remember smoking that 
um, when it came, not when it came out, but like I remember when I worked in the warehouse, like I would get all these cigars and I'm like, damn, dude, like these are like. Have you smoked the, well, you haven't smoked the El Pulpo yet. No, I haven't. But they haven't. have a, a specialty El Pulpo. Uh, I saw it. I saw it. It's a cigar that has three cigars yes. in it and yes. they twist. Yeah. The, the uh, how do you say that? I don't even remember the name of Cal- it. I just call Cal- it. Calberas or something shit. I just call it the tentacle. Yeah. Um, Calberas. But I cannot wait to smoke that thing. Do you have it? Yeah. What are they run for? 40. The, um, the, the twisty John. Um, but the regular El Popo. I don't know, man. Like, I'm going to speak my opinion. Like, um, What's the difference between that cigar and all the other ones? It's just the roll? Uh, it's the roll and the uh, the style of the cigar. So, essentially, you got to figure it's three Lanceros that are wrapped around each other. All right. I get it. No, I get it. But I'm taught... I get what you... I'm more speaking of why they make that cigar. Because you know why they make that cigar. Mm-hmm. Like Cuban style, like for so they don't steal their actual shit and you know smoke this because it's a fucked up size. Yeah, you know, just speaking. All I'm just speaking, you but, know, truthfully. No, the El Popo Toro, fucking banger. That's literally all I have been seeing about those cigars. Banger, 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 banger. Cigar of the year, banger, banger, banger. Like it's like I have not seen one bad thing well, about that cigar. There's a, a podcast I listen to, and they don't do like an official. Cigar of the year, but they do like a top 25 and then their number one cigar of the year, but they don't give an award for it. It's uh cigar talk. Yeah. Hosted by Rob Jones. Uh huh. Great show. Um, but his number one cigar for 2023 was artesano del tobacco. El Pulpo. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Cigar. I'm not going to lie for me. If I had to pick a cigar of the year, that's like, you know, not what I do every day and the whole Vicente stuff. And as much as I would say, like, you know, everybody should be smoking these. If I had to pick a cigar of the year that's been out, like, most of the year, like, had traction for... And I'm not talking about El Popo or what's it called? El, El, I don't El mean, Popo. I don't mean that. Like, I'm not... El, yeah. El Pope. Say it again. Popo. El Popo. So, no. Popo. No. El... L. Okay. And what's the stuff you get in orange juice? Pulp. Oh. El Pulpo. There you go. Um, so never smoked it, so I can't say anything about it because I know it's been around. It's been around frequently for the most of twenty twenty three, correct? So if I had to pick one that I've smoked a lot, multiple boxes of, like my cigar of the year was the foundation Olmec. Like that's that oh. was that was my cigar of the year. Dude. Like I said that to Rizzo, like when I first had it. I'm like this Which this one? Is, the the um the Claro and it's easily the cigar of the year this year 100%. easily like sh- shout out Nick man like he Great like that was fucking, fucking cigar. a murdered cigar like like if nobody nobody will ever ever say hey man did you ever smoke a sixty four Padron this is like the diluted version of it I know it's not right you shouldn't say that but like to be at the same conversation no that that takes a lot dude it is. It's got like, a very similar uh, flavor profile and construction to a Padron. 
A hundred percent, dude. It's and and like the thing is, it is wonderful. That's why people talk about like Padrone. Like, what are they using on their rapper? No one knows what they're using. And then they finally said they're using Mexican. They're using Claro shit. It's it's that that sixty four rapper is a Claro rapper. Yeah, it is. Like it's it's the same thing, but. Yeah, Nick killed it. Like, he killed it. Like, I'm smoking that in every single size. Even in the long freaking Corona Doble or whatever, Corona, uh, whatever it was. Dude, man, that whole line. And even the uh, what the Metfa. Yeah. That wasn't out for... Because I go based... Like, for, for me, like, I don't have... A, I don't review. I don't, you know, post anything. But, like, I just go based off of the year and how long the cigar has been in the year. And 2023... You know, Olmec was out for, you know, majority of 2023. So, like, for me, that was, like, number one, top five. Like, and then, like, there was a, there's, there's a, there's a few in there, man. I mean, honestly, like, Street Talk, it was top 25. Like, when that came out. Like, that was, like, I know that was more towards the brink. But for, for a cigar at that price point, dude, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to put a cigar, I mean, I have a lot of cigars. Charo, Connecticut, fuck. I'll tell you what, there is, I'll tell you what, there is a really good cigar from a boutique company that made my top 25 list this year. And that is Warfighter Tobacco's Night Shift. Holy fuck. Majestic. Who makes this again? Warfighter. Warfighter, okay. Warfighter Tobacco. They sell on their website as well. Majestic. Where's that coming out of? Nico? I think Nicaragua, yeah. You know, like... It'd be cool to, like, um... And this is where this is where my uh, my lack of education shows, because I don't know everything. I just I'm just this is just me talking. But it'd be cool to see other people go to like different regions. I know Nicaragua is Nicaragua. Like it's let's not yeah. you know talk well, apparently, bad or less about it. Like apparently, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're gonna say. We don't have to say it. What am I gonna say? You're gonna talk about brand going somewhere else that they're opening up another farm somewhere. So, they haven't released who it is yet. Yeah, I'm, I know. We know who it is. No. I know who it is. There's another brand. And they're going where we're the same place? And they're going to Honduras. And you, do you know who it is? Nope. All right. I don't know. Because I know the other... You know the other one. I know the right? other one. Because I don't want to say the other yeah. one. Because that's not my... But yeah. there's another brand going to Honduras. And you don't know it? Because it sounds like you know it. Because you're looking at me like, yeah, I, I might know it. I, I don't might know, it. know it. I swear <laughs> to God, I don't know it. Who would you want it to be? Ooh. Who would you want to... I would love... Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. Fuck it. Padron, Davidoff, get all those guys. That Honduran Connecticut seed is so damn good. Use it for so many cigars. It is so good. It is so good. Dude, like... Slept on, dude. Al fucking Dino. Like, slept on brand. I know it doesn't work. Like, some... You know, it's quiet... It is such a good, high quality They're brand. They're Cameroon. I love their cigars. The best Cameroon. Love in the them, but dude, they're like New World Corojo. Like yeah. they're they're doing like that Honduran Corojo. I love it. I love it. Dude, what is it? The um, the the JRE um, that paper band. It's like fifteen dollars. It's 
that cigar is awesome, man. But yeah, dude, like they're all their shit. Like their golden selection, that Rothschild for what six bucks? Oh, yeah. Love that cigar, man. Shout out to them. They're awesome. If I could pick one brand to go to Honduras. I know I just named off two brands that everybody would say, but like, really, like what would, what would be the brand for you? You know who I could see doing it? Drew Stevens. Cool. No, it's not going to be Drew. No, I know, but it's like, I'm hypothetical, but hypothetical, like you, not like you what know, you think. You know who I could see doing it because they're getting a lot of traction in the industry and in the community. And they just opened their own factory in Nicaragua. Um, like a year ago. I Like, I'm thinking of a very, like, legacy brand. And I'm thinking nope. of, like, a, like, a, like, I'm thinking of a, like the one legacy brand, I'm, I don't want to name because it's embarrassing if I say that because I don't think it's them. But he's a boutique boys. The other one I'm thinking of. He's a boutique. Wow, it's Stolen Throne. Nope. No, who is it? I could see Rojas doing it. Oh, hell yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I... But yo, but he does though because on the... On the um, if he hears this shit and he hears me saying this, he better be like, he's right because... That fucking street taco. That if Rojas listens to this podcast, the whole thing that'd be fucking hit me yeah. to hit me fuck, fuck up, up, bro. Bro, Ro- Noel Rojas, like that barbacoa street taco has an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Your binder is a mixture of Samoto County Nicaraguan wrappers and and whatever you want binder, whatever. That sub- the Samoto County borders Honduras and Nicaragua. It's on the borderline. Both. So he technically, you can say he is right now as we speak, but to open a fat, that's a whole different thing. But he is, he is because it's a, it's, it's, would it, would you consider that a varietal seed? Like an Ecuadorian Sumatra, like it's an Ecuadorian seed grown in Sumatra. Like it's some, it's, it's borderlining Nika and Honduras. So like, what do you call that? And he called it, you know, Samoto County, whatever the hell he called it. Which is pretty fucking cool. I, I I'd call it Nika Doran. Combination. It's probably the best thing because if you did Nic- it the other way around, it wouldn't yeah, make sense. It yeah. wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Nika Doran. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like. Yeah, I I don't know what you would call it, but like it's like. It'd be cool to see that. But the other person, the other people that are doing it, can't wait. Can't freaking wait, man. Because their shit is awesome. So, let's talk about what is in the future for Matt Melita. Um, well, are we talking, like, my life in general? Or are we just talking, like, cigars? Well, let's talk... Let's talk your cigar life for the next five years. What, what are your oh, hopes? Okay. What are your dreams? What What are you looking to What are you looking to be at in the next five years? Well, if we're gonna talk like, um, I hate doing this shit, but if you're gonna talk like titles and shit, like, 
I just want to sell cigars and have a good time. Like, that's really my dream. But, like, um, I would like to, I would like to be, like, you know, head of fucking sales of this place, you know? Like, be the director of all sales with Vicente and, you know, five years down the road, handle, handle the company and have, like, a, uh, you know, maybe work with a manufacturer that can, you know, just help us distribute these cigars at a international rate, you know? Get them in China's hands, get them in Europeans' hands, get them in everybody's hands. Um, you know, I don't really have, like, a uh, shoot-for-the-stars type of thing. Like, I'm, like, a, like I know what uh, my path is meant not like I know what it's no one knows what it's meant to be but I know what path that I'm on and I know what I need to accomplish I know what needs to get done I know and I know the potential that this has so it's it's giving Vince every ounce of my passion that I've given to every other company that I worked at and getting these cigars the fuck out there and you know takes time and good things like this take time because I want it to be in the hands of people that I respect, that I want to work with, that I want to fly out, do events with, and, you know, down the road have a roller of Vicente come fly with us and do an ev do a rolling event like other big companies do, but truthfully, if I had to answer where I want to be down the road in five years... I want to be doing the same goddamn thing I'm doing right the fuck now. Bigger and better all the time. Because, like, you would be lying to me if you would say, Matt, like, I don't want to smoke cigars and do what you do and travel and meet people. Like, I'm doing things people would cut their legs off for. And God is good. Like, God is good. Like, um wouldn't be here without him and everything he's given to me because I have a lot of faith in that and whether you want to listen to me say that or not that's what I believe in and everything I've been through in my life it's it's brought it's what you said it's brought me to these people today because I was meant to meet these people if I didn't walk into the wooden Indian when I walked into the wooden Indian with everything that I was going through in my life I would not be sitting here talking to you right now I wouldn't be because when um when you're out by yourself and you're alone, um, you could think so many things. And the common thought is go right to the worst thing that could possibly happen. And everybody does it. We all do it. But um, I took the bad with the good. I took the good with the bad. And I surrounded myself with great people. And I did everything that I could possibly do to take advantage of every opportunity that was given to me. And... To be honest with you, from the grace of God for Dan and Dave to sit me down for the two hours that I sat with them back in the first week of um, July of 2022 and being here today, man, like I could shed tears, man. Like I am so happy. I am so grateful. I am blessed to do, be doing this and for the growth that we're having, man, dude, for how new we are and everything, man. It's just everything i can i can it could be a, it could be so much worse man like it could be so much worse but it's not like you know you have good days you have bad days you have good weeks you have bad weeks you have the whole thing
but it's it's what you do. It's like you know, like the one thing I will say. I'm not going to get political, but we live in a very uh, reactive country. We react to things. We're not proactive. And the one thing that I've learned about doing this is about being fucking proactive, being ready, being prepared, being the due diligence of giving Jim, giving the wooden ending, giving my people, giving the patrons of Vicente killer product, consistent product. And, you know, things are going to happen at the end of the day, but it's it's what we can do for you to make it better. So you can say, you know what, man, I had a... I had a I had a shitty time with this one cigar, but you know they sent me this, and all and all four of them were fucking bonkers, and they were awesome. So you know I get it. The cigar world isn't isn't like this hand, isn't this machine rolled product like a cigarette or a Swisher, whatever the hell you fucking smoke, and it's this like machine rolled product. No, like there's what we talked about in the beginning. There's a a hundred plus hands touching this, and there's. Thousands of people reviewing it, talking about it, smoking it, and ta- and the whole thing, man. From we have people in Germany and in Europe and the UK and the States and Dubai. It's 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 so beautiful, man. It's beautiful, and honestly, eighteen, nineteen-year-old me would be like, would be going crazy right now like it's it's awesome man because i've been doing this since i was 19 like it's this is working in the industry since i was 19 and i'm so happy to be doing it um and the one thing that the the one thing the lastly that i'll say before jim comes back on and you know says you know good good job man (laughs) busting my balls but the one thing that i will say um i want to be someone in five years that I look up to who I was five years ago. Like, I want to look up to myself. I want the, the the past version of myself to say, you know what, man, like, who you are today, I look up to that. I strive for that, and I want to continue to grow. You know, it's, for me, it's about competing with who I was yesterday and who this company was yesterday and building on top of that and being the best we can fucking be because we have all the potential in the world and all the people and all the sources to fucking kill it. And I believe we will. And beautiful things take time and it's taking time, but it's going pretty fucking awesome. So, you know, Jim, thank you, Dan. Thank We're not done obviously, but just, I just want to say thank you. Cause like, I would not be here without all of the people that, like I said, just gave me a little push in the back and said, yo man, like you love this shit. Like take advantage, work at it, keep doing it. And it will happen. It's just, for all the people that are in those positions, like I'm in that position all the time because I never want to think that I'm out of it. Because if you ever think you're out of it, like it's no, like you're it's every day, you keep going every day. And if you think that it's not going to happen, it will, but you got to take those steps and get uncomfortable every once in a while. And it sucks for that second, but when you come out of it, it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. So that's that's what I think in five years. Fucking Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right, dude. Um, no, something you said really resonated with me. Um, because if you want to be a good person and a good man, you should be the kind of person you wanted when you were a kid. You know, if... If you wind up being the kind of person you wanted when you were a kid, you're going to make out okay. Yes, you are. Um, And 
you know, just kind of reflect on yourself. What do you, if you could go back in time and talk to your 16 year old self or to a, or your, your 10 year old self, you know, what would you say? Um, you know, look at the way you were as a kid and look at the people who you look up to. And even now, look at the people who you look up to and, and, and use that to kind of fuel who you are and, mm-hmm. and get a good base for what kind of man you want to be, what kind of person you want yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, you know, like we said earlier in the podcast, nobody's perfect. Nobody's going to be perfect. Um, and, you know, Odin willing... I, I wind up being the kind of man that I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a lesson or something else, you're going to wind up learning from it. Mm-hmm. You know? But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming up on our time. We're at the two and a half hour mark. So I want to give a shout out to a couple sponsors that we haven't talked about yet. And the first one is the Trauma Survivors Foundation. So, the Trauma Survivors Foundation is owned by a friend of mine, Dennis Carradine. And the Trauma Survivors Foundation gives training to first responders and hospital workers on how to help people that have undergone some kind of trauma. It also gives counseling to first responders and hospital workers for trauma they may be dealing with. They also do Hospital Heroes Food Drive, so they give hospital workers lunch and dinner so they can have something to eat while they're busy doing their work. If you would like to donate, go to the TraumaSurvivorsFoundation.com. You can either donate or volunteer. I will post a link in the show notes. Show them some love. Show it. Also, I want to give a shout out to Newsham's Wood Shop. Newsham's makes high class, high quality cabinet humidors. So, if you want a cabinet humidor for your home lounge, or if you have a cigar lounge for business, give them a call. They can make either cabinet humidors or a walk in humidor. Sitting in one right now. And they ship. Nationwide. And guess where they're based out of? Right here in dirty fucking Delco. But just because it's dirty Delco, that doesn't mean it's not going to be quality products. So, go to NewshamsWoodshop.com. Again, I will post it in the show notes. Give them a call and Maggie Newsham or Jen will help you out and get you the humidor you deserve. And last but not least, I want to give a shout out to my best friend, Kara, owner of Green Enchantments. She makes holistic bath and body work. So what does that mean? It means if you want to use it as a bath and body product, you can. If you want to use it for spiritual, spiritual work, you can. She makes everything from sugar scrubs to bath salts. We even made a mustache wax together. Wow. Called Whisker Wax. Get yourself some Whisker Wax. Goes great on mustaches. Goes great on beards. She's got everything for men and women. She's got some really good shit. 
I use her coffee scrub all the time. Works fucking wonders. But that being said, thank you to our sponsors because we would not be here without you. And of course, if you want some really fucking awesome cigar gear, go to greatcigarreviews.com slash gear and get some of the best goddamn cigar gear on the market. We got t-shirts, patches, stickers, and pins. Hoodies, hats, and everything in between. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some awesome fucking shit. And we got some new t-shirt designs coming out. We got some new t-shirt designs that are already out, including the top seller, Cigars and Metal. (laughs) We also have the Cowabunga. And we have the Stay Smoky coming out very soon. And if you are a Freemason, we have the Masonic Cigar Guild t-shirt got some really awesome stuff coming out new hats coming out new hoodies coming out new stickers coming out and new patches coming out including some patches and raffle prizes that are going to be raffle prizes for the delco invasion tour they are going to be only available at delco invasion tour dates you cannot get them anywhere else so, be there. Otherwise, I'm going to put a warrant out for you. So, be there. Enjoy some libations. Enjoy some smoke. And hang out with some great fucking company. Damn right. So, Matt, do you have any closing statements? Um, no, just thank you, man. I really appreciate this. I, I would... If, I mean, shit, man. I would do this a hundred times over with you. I love doing this stuff, but... um. You know, the one thing I will say is, um, you know, this year is going to be big. And um, if you hadn't tried them yet, don't be if, don't be scared. If you love cigars, don't be scared. Just give it a shot, you know. And we have a uh, full production line at a lesser value coming out. High quality, just lesser, lesser price point. Really excited for it. And I'm excited for you guys to try it. Um, and get your hands on it because this is going to be something that is uh, easier access and uh, faster to get, uh, more retailers, all that kind of stuff. So uh, coming out in the near future, really excited. But most importantly, you guys just smoke what you like, continue smoking them, enjoy your new year, new year, not new year, new year, and keep kicking ass, man. Thank you. Yep. So. We got some new reviews coming out in February. We have Cigar News, Community News on Channel 69. <laughs> and we have all of our certified Great Cigar Lounges, all of which you can find on GreatCigarReviews.com, including all of the events that Great Cigars will be attending, whether it's Delco Invasion Tour Dates or just cigar events that we're going to be attending just to show support at different lounges. Ladies and gentlemen, visit greatcigarreviews.com to find all that information. And until next time, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out for news, keep an eye out for reviews, and stay fucking smoky.
go smoke a fucking cigar, you donut. <laughs>